Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. I do. I know. The boys are here. That's what it means. I am Fred Slow. I'll be alongside you, friend of the show. All the way up until 7 p.m. this evening. At 7 p.m. this evening, we'll be handing this microphone and this broadcast and these airwaves over to Mike Trujillo of True to the Game, where he and Mike Vitale will bring you all the reactions to our program. For an hour, I'll be here. Then I got to run over and run the level men's basketball games game at, U- at UNLV. UNLV. Oh, I was going to say oh. that. Oh, beat me to it. Be- so you'll be on the broadcast, but Coach Patino won't be at the game. No. He's sitting this one out again due to COVID. Okay. You got to take your time with that thing. COVID? Don't rush it. No, don't rush it. Don't rush it. No. There's, I can, the list of things I can name that are more important than COVID is zero. If you have COVID, nothing else matters. So are we sure we're on till seven? Yeah. All right. Let's double check. Are we sure we're on till seven? Today's a full day for you guys. And (sighs) uh, yes. Because I had to check because we don't want you being a last minute Mike which has been officially accepted on Urban Dictionary. Oh. So if you'd like <laughs> to figure really? out what a last-minute mic is, we'll post it on our social yeah. media, at TalkABQ. A last-minute mic is when someone with pertinent information withholds that information until the very final second. Yeah, like a last-minute oh, mic. I thought it was yeah. something else. An no. example of that would be, Yep. we were supposed to be on air till 6.30, But last minute, Mike forgot to tell us we were off at 5.30. Congratulations on becoming a published author, Van. This is a big deal. (laughs) Congratulations on me being a published author again. (laughs) Soon to be Pulitzer Prize winning Van Nunley joining me on the show. Van, how are you? I feel great. Good. Okay. I'm telling you, I'm coming in hot today, Freddie. Something new about you. What is it? coming in hot today. Number one, I got a new definition published on Urban Dictionary. Don't call a haircut a new definition. And number two, your boy's got a haircut. It's not. It looks good. Well, thank you. I think good is subjective. A lot of people think John Cena is the greatest pro wrestler of all time. A lot of people don't. And if you're joining us on Facebook Live right now, you'll see the new haircut. Mm-hmm. It's, n- it's not just a haircut. No, no. It's like if a rat tail had a little too much excitement throughout the course of its life. And that's what it grew into. The rat tail started drinking and got a mullet. So those of you <laughs> watching right now on Facebook Live, I'm about to take the headphones off and just show you. It looks to me as if Van is really excited about a 20% off discount he just got for Snap-on tools. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like to me, Michael. <laughs> right after I got my mullet cut uh-huh. by towel, I went and got a new 23 and me. The results came back and it was just a, a Chevy. They just said it's a Chevy, probably. Van looks like the guy who just lost a bet to get a haircut and now would be afraid to take out another bet to have to lose this haircut. I look like the lawyer for the roadies of the Allman Brothers. For some reason, he put a gentleman's part in the business part of his mullet, and he left the party part of his mullet still partying. 
Oh, this mullet don't stop partying. You know that. Whenever Van went into the barbershop, they were like, what do you want to get done? He was like, let me mull it over. Mm-hmm. Michael Vitale on the other side of the glass, who I know for a fact only pays $10 for a haircut and it looks great every time. Michael, how are you? Good, good. Thank you very much. And it's a beautiful day outside for January, I think. I mean, it's a pretty nice day outside. I am uh, I'm wearing a T-shirt. I had a jacket on earlier, but I'm a T-shirt guy. From the texter on the live stream, used to have your jacket on. Now you have your jacket off. Is that right? Radio silence. You said it. Except for giggles. It's a mullet Tuesday. It is more like Van, Joe, Dirt, Nunley. Yeah, these are all very good. These are all very good. I'm not caught up yet. That's all right. The live texter is going to handle you all night long. Sweet. Also, (laughs) connect with your boys on the Quans Auto Care Hotline, 505-246-0610. Connect with your boys on the texter, 505-246-0610. Let's breathe a little bit of life back into the texter. The last couple of days have not been the texture's brightest and shiniest moments. Going to need gonna need some quality content from that. All right, we got breaking UNM news. It's a the big open, one. We give it to you. We'll update. We're going to update breaking UNM at the bottom, at the top of every hour because we hit a lot of listeners, a lot of friends of the show. Bum, 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 bum. So the Saturday game against San Diego State is no longer the Saturday game against San Diego State. Which is a shame because that, I got a fistful of tickets for you. You did a little, You did our Porch Pirate campaign today. I sure did. So I did it last week. Are you up to speed on this, Michael, what we've been doing? Kind so of. We've been doing the reverse Porch Pirate, which is where we go to Friends of the Show's homes and we drop off Lobo tickets. Well, uh, let's, let's rewind it a yeah. little bit. Let's unpackage yeah. this. You know how, like, at Christmas... Or just dirt bags throughout the whole year, people with haircuts like mine? Yes. They'll just go to your porch and steal your Amazon packages? That's what we're doing, but in reverse. Correct. We're yeah, leaving. There you go. We're just giving you Lobo tickets and hopefully soon some swag. Yeah, we're working on some swag. But right now we've been we've been giving Lobo tickets. And and we've been caught on some ring cameras and it's been very funny. And obviously if you catch Van on a ring camera with this haircut, it's very uh, incredibly funny. It's it's even funnier than you would imagine. Make sure you know the difference in between me and somebody who looks like me, because if you see someone who looks like me on your ring, call the cops straight away. <laughs> Don't even inquire about what's going on. Just jump right into it. If you get seen walking down the street with that haircut in like neighborhoods that don't feature that haircut, like the one you live in. Yeah. They're, like, the authorities will be called. There's there's a big spread in my neighborhood. My neighborhood, it's all super sweet old Mexican families who've had that house since the early 1900s and hipster gentrifiers. So I get two wildly different looks with yeah. my new haircut. In the front, it looks like you're the guy taking the money at the flea market to get cars in, and then at the back, you look like the guy <laughs> that's a vendor at the flea market selling to people. 100%. You're both. Yep. You're the business and the party. Today's varsity is the varsity of terrible haircuts. And the reason we're picking today's I-9 varsity is the varsity of terrible haircuts is because Van now has a mullet. Just For kidding. now. <laughs> I'm a, I, got a good, I got a good month in me. 
Oh, it's not going to make it that long. It's a mullet month. Until the feedback mm. starts pouring in. Uh, the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive, first off. When did you get a time machine and go back to 1987? When did that happen? Mine's more of a quite – it's a modern mullet. See, I asked my barber to to give me, like, like a sexy Joe Dirt. Uh-huh. Like a a modern Joe Dirt. And he just made it too nice. Like, it's too nice. It's like almost like a normal haircut. He And it looks good with your porn jacket. Where'd you go? Thank did, you. Did you go to Mario? Yeah, I went to Mario. So you went over to Craft? Craft Hair Studio. Okay, so you went over to Craft. It's Craft. C-R-A-F-T. C-R-A-F-T. Craft Hair Studio. Yeah. In East Downtown. And was Mario like, hey, you still this a bitch? This is not a paid advertisement. No, this is not at all. I paid for my haircut. They do quality work, and then they did yours. Yes, so that's correct. When you <laughs> sat down in the chair, don't judge them by my skull. No. Yeah. And Mario was like, "Hey, man, how you doing? Still a vegetarian?" And you were like, "Yeah." He was like, "Cool, like basil in the front, parsley in the back." Mm-hmm. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Is that what he did? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Long, kale, set, long setup for that one. <laughs> kale, kale in front, mung bean noodles in the back. We have a new sponsor of the show, and it's O'Neill's, and we uh, we're very fortunate to have them. We're very excited about them partnering with us. If you go down to O'Neill's, they got that bar when you walk in. Um, uh, right there on on Central, you know, what I'm talking about like the pub, O'Neill's pub. Absolutely, love and, it, and that's good because you can like that's where the party's at, right? Mm-hmm. But then next to it, they have a private venue, and you can get it for like business meetings. So O'Neill's is basically your your haircut. It's you the can... opposite of my haircut. <laughs> but this party in the front, business in the back. <laughs> oh gosh, you and I spent most of the day together. Made zero mentions of your mullet until we were on air. I know, I was waiting for it all by design. Yeah. No doubt. You're going to put a little something on social media at the break. I knew it was coming. Yeah, that way the friends of the show can see it. Um, I think a full panoramic. I think like whenever you scan ahead for like 3D, like Madden video games, that's what we need to do is the the all the way around. <laughs> With like the green ping pong balls on me and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Zero expression. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, don't smile. Do not smile. Don't smile. Steve Kirkland is oh, the- Oh, speaking of smiling, oh, you, got a, you got your ID renewed today. You got your license renewed. I did. You're but- like- you re-upped on New Mexico. Yeah, so I'm Albuquerque in for at least four more One years. More. Okay. <laughs> so they tr- they tried to sell me. But an you eight. didn't you didn't get the eight. No, an upgrade to eight though. And let me tell you why. I'm not into that kind of commitment right now. Sure. Like like th- hey, this show it's really popping off. We're getting a lot of attention nationally. Not trying to spoil anything. But if Pat McAfee calls your boys and he's like, "Hey, need you to cover," I mean, if we got to move. Indiana, we got to move to Indiana. Oh my God, is that where he's from? Indiana. That's where they record the show from. Oh my goodness, I didn't know that. That's well, I mean, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> there goes the mullet. No I'm kidding, I love it. I got a mullet now. I'll slide right in. So we're ready to go when we have to go, as long as it's um, past January 11, 2026. So I got four years on my sure. I got the gold star. I can go anywhere. So you you noticed my timing, re- right? Is that the real ID one? It's because you have to get your new driver's license this month as well. That's correct. Yeah, so that's why you got that as haircut. As soon as next week. Um, no, the timing was also I had to let the anniversary of January 6th pass before you could before get before I got this yeah. haircut. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to have it on January 6th. And then and then Elvis's birthday was January 8th, and you were like, still too close. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna stretch it out a little bit more. On the Lobos game, all right, here's how it works. Okay. So San Diego State postponed to be rescheduled, not canceled. Don't think it's canceled. It's not postponed to be rescheduled. That was supposed to be Saturday. Instead, the Boise State game is going to be moved up. And you're like, Fred, what does moved up mean? Well, it was supposed to be on February the 8th, okay? So sports info, 
say that more than once, Sports Information Director Steve Kirkland sent me this text, okay? Steven ticket, Steven, season ticket holders should use the Boise State tickets dated February 8th for admission to this Saturday's game. Okay, that makes sense. Cool. So if you're a season ticket boy, use your season ticket boy for the 8th on the 15th. Season ticket boy Z. Yes, boy Z. Yeah. Nice. The tickets dated Jan 15th will be good for whenever the San Diego State game is rescheduled. Makes sense. Sure. Fans with individual game tickets for the San Diego State game can either hold on to them for admission whenever that game is rescheduled or, and here's where it gets key, can exchange them at the UNM ticket office for that Boise State game. So if it's in your schedule to where you didn't care who the Lobos were playing, but you wanted to make sure you went to a game this weekend, you can still do that with your San Diego State ticket. Right. Take it in. Yeah. Exchange it at the box office. You're good to go. You're good to go. Yeah, now, will it, be, will it be the exact same seat? No. But is there a bad seat in the pit? Well, obviously no. No. Single game buyers for the Boise State game dated February the 8th. So now we're moving to the future. Okay. You can bring those tickets to the game this Saturday, and you're in. Sure. So if those were maybe gifted to you or you got them at a giveaway at Bourbon and Boots while we were there, Mm -hmm. cool. Or... Oh, there's another option? There's one more. Those first two were so good. You can exchange the tickets for another game, any other game you want. That's great. So if it doesn't work out perfectly for you this weekend... Only games from the future, though. Well, with your haircut, I don't know. You can't go back in time and watch a, a game again with your ticket. You could, in theory, bring up a live stream of a previous game by holding the ticket in your hand and watch hey, it. I would like to exchange this yeah. for this live stream of a previous game. Correct. And they would accept it 100%. There'd be some confusion, and I don't know from who they is. Okay. But there you have it. So if you had tickets and you want to go, you can still go, but you got to exchange your tickets. If you're a season ticket holy boy, you got to exchange your boys to play Boise State from the Boise game on the 8th. Right. And if you had tickets to Boise State on the 8th. They're actually good for January 15th against San Diego State, but it's Boise State. Here's the biggest part of the whole thing. Game's at 3.30, so make sure you got that in mind. 505-246-0610. Do you need any clarification on that verbal diarrhea that Fred just spit? Felt like that was perfect. I, I found it very clear, but I'm in the know. That's a lot of information really fast. So the game is at 3.30, correct. Oh, so wait. the ladies are at 12.30 to 3.30. Catch that broadcast here. Ooh. And then uh, the ladies' game will not be will be on Sunday, and it will be well, we'll give you further information. <laughs> on that. Uh, Michael, okay, Is that what the schedule says. Yes, <laughs> and moving forward, you will come into this office before this show starts, <laughs> and you will remove Any the programming updates? guide. Yeah, <laughs> you can just fix it with pencil and it, pen. Yeah, Michael, just write over. Hey, it. you know what this sounds like? Look up on Urban Dictionary. Is there anything called last minute, Mike? Let's see if there's anything. Hold on, there. let me let me consult the Googles. You know what there is? Oh, interesting. There is last minute Mike. Grab a break. There was. We got grab a break when we get back. Give you uh, our reactions to the national championship game yesterday, and then uh, we got a full day of stuff. We got we got a lot of really good stuff: football talk, and tennis talk, and college football talk, and weird talk, and and obviously we're going to try to not talk about Vans Mullet anymore. Thanks. Dave and Buster's presents Two Men On live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, spend our nights at O'Neill's, and our weekends at the Electric Playhouse. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, Two Men On proudly brings to you a podcast that can be reviewed. Hey, friends of the show, we need 100 reviews. And we're talking Ron Burgundy rules here. Whatever you review, we will read. Our 100 review special as soon as we hit the benchmark. Log into iTunes and give us the five-star ratings on Spotify and wherever you download your podcast. Snap to Young. Drops back. Pressure from the edges. He throws near sideline. And it's intercepted. Intercepted. Kaylee Ringo at the 21. Off he goes. 40, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Near sideline. Breaks the tackle. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. 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 Georgia. The final second ticks away. And how of an appropriate ending is that? We sack Young on the last play of the game. Dogs are winners. A national championship for a new generation of Bulldogs. The slipper changes feet and Georgia is crowned the national champion for the first time in 41 years. What do you think? Seven out of 10, six out of 10. The game itself? Yeah. Third quarter was exciting. That part was cool. Beginning of the fourth quarter was exciting. First half, boring. Insanely boring. So, so you already lose. Unless you're really in the defense, which a lot of people are. No, they're not. They just Casual play. viewer hated the game. Person who claims they're in the defense is only talking to a mirror. Person who claims they're really in a college football defense, there's the, your group of friends is not like my your, group of friends. Your Pakistani friend, Amir? This, I don't get it. They're talking to a mirror? What did you say? I did get it. Okay. So, all right. First <laughs> half was... The most garbage I'd ever seen in the history of anything. Wasn't great. No. So automatically five off. So you're five out of ten as far as national championship games go. Automatically five off because that's half the game. Okay. Okay. Walk-on quarterback, that's a joke story. And every time the camera's on him, he looks like he can't handle the moment. And uh, I have no sympathy for for this Cinderella-esque thing because to me it's nothing. But comes through in the clutch. Okay, so I'm going to take away a point, but I'm going to add two points for coming through in the clutch. So we're up to six points because we went down to four, then back up to six. How many points does a freshman getting a pick six give you? Is that one extra point? So it does. Okay. So that puts it up to seven points, but that point comes too early because you forgot about the block field goal at the end of the first half. Oh, right, 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 right. So that's actually another point. That's eight points. So we're up to an eight out of ten, okay. which is pretty good. You're like, this is a good national championship game. Oh, bummer. Alabama craps the bed in the end, gives up three touchdowns in a row. That is a negative two points. We're back down to six points, down which six. is a six out of ten. Okay. Cool. Then, too many broadcasts by ESPN. So when I was at Uptown Sports Bar, I couldn't figure out which game was most live, and there was a couple second delay on what oh, I was watching. Goodness. And that's a negative one too, because that's now just for the bar. Well, that was for everywhere. So I don't think that's the case. They weren't linked up. They weren't linked up. That's on them. Yes. That's on the bar. That's not on ESPN. No, no. ESPN didn't have them linked up anywhere. So like, even if you were at the stadium mm-hmm. and you were in a, in like a owner's box at Lucas Field and you had all the different ESPN broadcasts on, they weren't linked up. Even the real game was skipping? Well, the real game in front of you was not skipping. Oh. But you're in, I mean, you're in the owner's box. It's not like you're going to watch the game on a window like a plebeian. Sure. Not, yeah. Not, not like you're some bulldog from Athens. You can't see that far anyways. No. So that's back down to five. But here's what gave them a couple more. Okay. I love when the apprentice becomes the master Jedi, and that's what happened with Kirby Smart. That's cool. So plus two, again, we're back up to seven out of ten. Okay. 
Final score going away, keeping the under and Georgia, 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. So I think it was an 8 out of 10 game. What's your opinion? If you want to run it back, uh, I give it a 6.5. 6.5. I was being you, very you, generous. You forgot about the extra point of the fifth-year senior breaking down and crying because he was so overwhelmed by the moment. The quarterback? I thought, I thought that was a beautiful moment. That's not for me. So I would give it an extra point for that. Really, the guy whose favorite thing in the world is wrestling, that is all drama. You get some drama in real life, and you're not a fan of it? I'm a fan of emotion. That's what he showed you. Also, take away a point because that was an incomplete pass, not a fumble recovery by Alabama. So that one goes down. That's poor officiating. Well, there's that, too. I thought that was amazing. Hey, somebody dug up an old quote. Um, I'm glad you said old quote. From Kirby Smart. Oh, please today. do. Yeah. So he had his quarterback group. What is this, four years ago? Uh, perhaps. And he says, uh, that little QB, they call him Mailman. He'll probably never play here, but I'm going to bring him in as a walk-on because he's tough as bleep. What is bleep? Nails? Uh, the S word. Stuff? Yes. I'm not saying I know because I don't know, but I am saying I know this. So a walk-on, a guy who grinded his way to the top, who sure. worked his butt off, Ended up being on the national champion team. Played eh, not bad. No, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. He didn't win the game. 269 yards, two two touchdowns, yeah. one, one turnover that wasn't a turnover. Yeah. That's a good game. It's a good game. And then he's overwhelmed by emotion at the end, and it was just, uh, oh, my God. I just want to make sure we got this right. It may, if I got it wrong, you tell me I got it wrong. Okay. University of Georgia wins the national championship. Check. The Atlanta Braves win the World Series. Check. And the state of Georgia wins the presidency for Joe Biden. Uh, also check. Okay, I mean, Georgia's on a roll right now. When you said the state of Georgia, I think you mean Stacey Abrams. Yes, that is exactly what I mean. Yeah. Now we're waiting for the Atlanta Hawks. I'm not. I, hey, I'm not going to hold my breath on that one, Michael. Hey, speaking of Stetson Bennett, did you see the clips of him on Good Morning America? He was he was feeling like he had a good night, I think. I don't think he slept a wink. He didn't look like it. He looked like he partied all night and went straight on the national television. He, That's, is, he is visibly hammered. So I'm about that life. Sure. And what's the name of the girl on Good Morning America, the University of Georgia girl? She's super excited all the time. Not a clue. I don't matter. Good get, though, for because ABC is Good Morning America. Uh, ESPN uh, is ABC. ABC yeah, is yeah. Disney. Yeah. All this is perfect. Here's the problem for ESPN, and I'm not going to be the guy to be the guy, but the guy that listens to our show, that guy, he's the guy who cares about this game, but that guy doesn't know anyone that cares about this game because less people cared about this game last night. Aside from last year, which was the record low of 18.7 million viewers, Last night, 22.6 million viewers is the second lowest ever in the history of the college football playoff, dating all the way back to 2015. Which People are – Oh, no, it dates all the way back to 05, right? Uh, yes. Well, okay. So, technically, yes. Yeah. So, this playoff format started in 2015, but you're right. Okay, it's okay. the lowest rated lowest since rated 2005. 2005. Which Sorry. Also, Ohio State and Alabama. Two powerhouses. Do you think casual college football fan has powerhouse fatigue? They just don't want to watch this game anymore? I think there's I think there's an overhype to it. I think because, all right, full transparency here, friend of the show, this is going to come as zero surprise. I don't have ESPN on my presets at home. Like, I'm not the guy who absorbs my sports information and opinion that way. 
But if you were to turn ESPN on for the last six weeks, five weeks, four weeks, three weeks, and it multiplies every week, it's nauseating how much hype is going on this thing. And it's not because it's a good game. It's because it's their broadcast. Alabama-Cincinnati got $16.5 million. Cool. You think people are sick of seeing Alabama and just tuned in to just pray and hope that Cincinnati pulled off an upset? You got to do something different with the way it's packaged because I'm loosely joking about the Sky Cam and the Coaches Cam and the Insider Cam and the regular broadcast cam. Well, I'm I'm kind of concerned about the ratings. The product seemed fine, right? Did it? It's overproduced a little bit. I'll give you that. Yeah, a lot but of commercials. The, the product seemed fine, and usually, just like in the NFL, like people watch the Cowboys to see the Cowboys lose, unless you're hardcore Cowboy lifer. Just as many people watch the Cowboys to cheer against them. I'll buy that. So they have great ratings. I figured that's the same game plan college football would use on Alabama. Like, instead of celebrate them, like, turn them into the empire. Turn Nick Saban into Darth Vader. Have people root against them. Like, I think that's a better format than celebrating both teams. I think Because if people are tuning in just to watch Alabama lose, it should have been an overall success last night. I think the problem that's the problem is the way the playoffs are laid out. Because if you do it like the NFL, you're not going to end up with uh, what this will end up being regional because it's college. But you're not going to end up with the divisional and the Super Bowl. That's going to be in the playoffs leading up to. Sure. And that's what I think college football has to do. Right. Because it has to. These teams had to have played in the play-in. Because then no matter what, you're getting Alabama versus Cincinnati or Alabama against Michigan. Just stack the deck to make it more interesting. You have to. Yeah. Because, like, what are you doing? You're putting SEC regional football, which you watched six weeks ago, just on Monday night. Who cares? Yeah. Six out of ten? Six and a half, seven? I'm going to say seven. Seven out of ten. Yeah. I'll it was good. It, it was fine. Six and seven. a half. Seven's good. Also, I don't have a strong rooting interest for any team, but I do like entertainment. And the entertainment fell off at the very end. Also, I was still riding the high of the Raiders and the Chargers, and it's not fair to college football that had to have followed that. I wonder what the halftime ratings were. People wanting to see Katy Perry's new video. That's the most garbage thing I ever saw. Michael, I know we got to go to break. When we get back, uh, Van Nunley's breakdown, mullet and all, of the Katy Perry <laughs> music video played at halftime of the Georgia Crimson Tide National Championship game. Yuck. <laughs> it was bad. Two men on ninety five two men on ninety five point nine FM AM six ten. The sports animal. Hey friends of the show, we want to thank you for downloading the podcast. Two years in, we wouldn't be here without you. To keep going strong, we're gonna need your five star ratings and your reviews. Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to us, give us a review or two. Here's what we're doing, loyal listener. We need your reviews. It helps the show grow, and it helps us get better by getting your constructive criticism and or complete hatred. After 100 reviews, we'll do a special show where we read your reviews back to you. All right, so I know this one, Michael. So this one, I, I'm familiar with this one. First album I ever bought was Pearl Jam's 10. Really? Yeah. With your own money? Yeah. I bought it alongside, I bought Pearl Jam's 10 and Bush's 16 Stone in the same trick to FYE. You did pretty good. Yeah. 
Those, both of those still hold up. Yeah. Yeah, they're both in rotation. Yeah. Those still hold up. I would. I will argue, just because obviously there's a lot of nostalgia for me, but they're both they're both A and B siders. Like everything about them, they're all hits, just all the way through. Ten is a ten. Sixteen stone is like a hard eight. Yeah, I'd be into that. Uh, okay. My first was "Tonight" by DJ Quick. It was a single cassette tape. It's the first I bought with my own money. I don't even know what that is. What is that? You know who DJ Quick is? Mm-mm. Oh my goodness! See new. Mikey knows DJ Quick. He's pretty talented. Great Bay Area producer, hip hopper. Does football know its fan base? Has it ever? No, I don't know. Has it? I mean, has it ever? Has it? Know. Has it since the less filling, tastes great days? Like, I think that's the last time that like football really knew their fans. Very good reference. Thank you. Um. I get Disney. I get Disney. I get big business. I get production studios. I get everything involved. This Katy Perry thing. Hear me out now. And to be fair. Mm, To be fair. To be fair. It's an awful song. It's a bad song. No reason to even address that. Look, it's a bad song. It's very bad. And a worse video. Hurry. Well, if you like videos that are shot on moon bases, it's the video for you. <laughs> they shot it in like a fledgling uh, brewery. What was all that? Those stills and pipe work around? Is she like really sad that her brewery is closing and is, is like doing like a fundraiser music video for her local brewery? I don't understand what's that video. Why does she do anything without incorporating the left shark? That. That should be by her side forever. You are very correct. That the production value of that video mm-hmm. looked like a middle school AV project. Uh huh. But the best one. Hear me out, guys. I just learned how to use blue orange filter, so I got this idea. Yeah. You know, in the Matrix, how everything's a shade of green because it's like you're looking through a screen at it, and it's. But when they're outside of the Matrix, it's like regular colors. This whole thing to me is if you were in the Matrix being tortured. Uh. When it was on mute, you weren't tortured as much. Ah, uh, you just had to watch it because of the jiggling. Yeah, yeah. Katy Perry has an an oppo career. Katy Perry started off with bangers. Yeah, California Girls, I Kissed a Girl, all these things were chart toppers, and she's done the opposite of what stars do. She's just gone down to nothing. Normally, you start with nothing and you grow. I think Russell Brand ruined her. You'd ruin your mullet. I got nothing. Nothing. I, I really nothing. tried on that one. You could have just said me and Katy Perry had the same haircut at one point. That would have worked. That was a weird one. Not that video, though. It was bad. Here's a fun stat line. Okay. <clears throat> on games that Katy Perry's been involved with, that involved the University of Alabama, last time being Ole Miss versus Alabama, when she appeared, when she appeared on the pregame show, Alabama also lost that game. So in games that Katy Perry makes a prominent appearance and Alabama is featured, Alabama's 0 for 2. And I don't think Vegas was ready for that little tidbit. I can't find ratings of just the halftime show. Was she dancing with a robotic dog or something weird? <laughs> there that's, was. That's championship football for you folks. It, wow. look, it looked exactly like the, the robot murder dogs from Black Mirror. I understand that's a very niche reference. I have no idea what But you understand that reference. You know how terrifying that is. 
yes, one of those dogs were there. Do you remember, was it a couple years ago, when the Los Angeles Kings were like, hey, we have to cover up this Taylor Swift banner in the building for most sold-out performances because we're on a losing streak and it's Taylor Swift's fault. Do you guys recall all of this? No. Okay, this is a real story, I promise. So the Kings, during home games, to prevent the Taylor Swift curse, they cover up a banner hanging there at the Staples Center with whatever else. That way, Katy Perry is no longer cursing the team. I'm not joking. 100% true. And I think Alabama needs to do a similar thing with Katy Perry. Perry. Or, and I don't hate this idea, University of Georgia needs to really embrace the Katy Perry. Sure. She needs to become like a pseudo champion. Who's the um, Ashley Judd in Kentucky basketball? Like that. Katy Perry and Georgia football. From the live chat, Katy Perry used to sing backup for P.O.D., I don't even know who P.O.D. is. That's a very niche reference. Plenty of what? Shot Destruction? Is that a is that a pro wrestling tag team, P.O.D.? No, it's a, it's a uh, grunge band from the late mid to late 90s. That's Christian a, grunge band. Even. Yeah, they're pretty, right. they, they are pretty good. They had a guitarist who was real good. That's why it missed me because of the Christian aspect. Because if it's not Blessed Union of the Souls, I don't care. Well, it was their top, top 10 stuff, their alternative for a while. P.O.D. is paid on delivery from the chat room, so thank you to them. Payment on death is what it is. Oh, there okay. you go. There we go. Boom. Oh, Ask that's the like real DJ. Mike Vitale is so good at everything that Mike their, their Vitale Their music was with. so good, man. They that, were, I mean, ESPN would play their videos all the time. Can we come back to is it like radio friendly? Could we come back to something? It's it's like, all very radio oh, friendly. Yeah. Oh, it's Christian yeah, based. It's Christian okay. Based. Maybe I'm familiar and I just don't know. <sighs> the NFL does this all the time. We were watching a game the other day. And whenever an NFL football team would score on Fox, then NFL would put, or Fox, I don't know which, they would put a like Marvel comic book style interpretation, an avatar of that athlete on screen. Right. And they would be like, look at comic book version of Aaron Rodgers. And I'd Who, be like, why? Who's way better looking and way better, way more swole. In the pictures. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. Like, why do you have this jacked cartoon reference for this person? Just show the person. They're right They're right there. They're right, they, they're right there. The, put that 4K, 8K. You got the best cameras on earth, and the guy's right there. Show the guy. But according to all the Apple iPhone 13 commercials yesterday, the best camera on earth is actually already in your pocket. Reach out to your local Apple distributor. That's what it was like last <laughs> night. Yeah. So, Michael, I don't know what the Venn diagram is, Van, on all right, the Venn diagram of guys who like football mm-hmm. and then guys who like comic books. Uh-huh. And I know those Venn diagrams over overlap. I know they do. They do overlap. But it's such not a lot. It's such a hova small hole okay. that that you shouldn't market these things together. And it's the Fox robot, Cletus the robot, it's that's the same. The, that's the worst one. I think the robot is even worse than the new cartoon representations of the players it's stupid and Katy perry is your it's not even a halftime performance at lucas oil field of the championship game which i would have been into sure this is just showing a videos to people it cheaped out they cheaped out yeah no i i don't actually want your album on my itunes cold play let me google how to get rid of this you two 
because I don't remember which band it was because they're both exactly the same. Sure. One's older and one's from Ireland. <laughs> I do like the scapegoat, though, of like, because now you can't blame like the bulldog. It's not the dog's fault. Was it the dog's fault before? No, I just don't want there to be. Oh, you don't want. Okay. Yeah. You want your little pepperino to take the heat. That's not your fault, little buddy. I want to put this up there at the very top of like disasters I've seen on television. I want to put this up there with the OJ chase. I want to put this up there well, well with a lot of things because that's how bad this was to me. I don't think it's that egregious, but it was bad. And who is that other guy? What other guy? Is Katy Perry and Oh, so I believe he is a is a lesso. Yeah, so I believe that's an electronic arts. He's a Swedish DJ. Yeah. So he's the new Swedish DJ sensation, like the guy who's no longer with us. I thought Katy Perry was doing her music video from Aleppo, which was very different. This is the new Avicii. But I couldn't tell you much else else about it. I can tell you I'm not going to – not only am I never going to watch the music video again, if that song comes on, like my radio here in town – I will. I'll make it an asserted effort to change it. You you know what I do when I'm watching sports, except for seventh, eighth, ninth inning of baseball games. Mm-hmm. It's on mute, and I'm listening to music and doing other things. Correct. with my life, living life. So I saw how horrible this video was, and I was like, "Oh man, I got to see if the music is as bad as this video." Turned it on, and I would say I was not disappointed. I was not disappointed in how disappointed I ended up being because it was that bad. It was not the Alabama pass defense, Michael. It was Katy Perry. That's why they were no longer allowed to roll tide. Mm, okay. Not buying that. Yeah. <laughs> Close. Grab a break. <laughs> Whenever we get back, uh, I don't know. Let's, let's talk a little tennis, man. I, I want to jump into this tennis thing for just a couple minutes because there's a weird, zealot like fandom of Novak Djokovic that has just creeped me out beyond any level of thing ever. Yes. All time. It's weird. Dave Busters presents Two Men On live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Opinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico, spend our evenings at O'Neill's, and our weekends at the Electric Playhouse. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Next up to bat, your five-star review for Two Men On wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, friend of the show, we need 100 reviews. Why 100? I don't know. Just do it. So whatever you listen to our show on, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, leave us a review. It goes a long way to help improve the show. Okay, from the bleed, I don't know it. You will know the chorus. All right, let's go to the chorus. We're gonna. I'm, I'm assuming it can't be long. These songs weren't necessarily known for their bars and walls. This like came right after like the Limp Biscuit, Kid Rock, rap metal. Here it is, guys. Here you go. Right. Oh nope. <laughs> Fake bleed. 
That seems to be familiar. Here it is. Oh, this is a different one. This is a big one too, though. So I know this one from pro wrestling. Okay. Ready or not. This sounds like a very like pro wrestling now. song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm in on this. I'm back okay. in. I'm now a fan of POD because I here comes the boom is used by many an independent wrestler around the country. Okay. So I knew that part. That's a big that's, that was like their second biggest song. We'll come back after the next break with their big, big hit, the one that I remember. More POD like, on the hour every hour here on Two Men On. Check us out daily, four to seven. From the texter was Katy Perry's music video as bad as Green Chili. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good question yeah. for you. Um I'm gonna say it was not, but it was worse. Ah, both. Okay. <laughs> you got a future in politics, yep. buddy. Got a cool thing going on. Locker number 505, and they're doing this with Gorilla Photo Group. They are doing a fashion show van January the 23rd from 2 to 5 p.m. You can call 505-294-1647 or go to locker505.org. Also giving away signed memorabilia, Michael, to, oh, I don't know, from one Billy Eilish. What? Yeah, pretty big deal. $50 entry slash. He's like sad Katy Perry. Billie Eilish has been fortunate to find a lot of success due to the pandemic. It's a very sad world right now, and her music sure. resonates. She's not Lizzo is a million times better than she is, but Lizzo can't go right now because Lizzo's too upbeat and positive, and the world just can't handle that right now. It's too sad. I'll give you that. Fashion show, cash bar, silent auction. It's all going on at the Sheraton, the Albuquerque Uptown, appetizers. Dessert buffet, mystery bag sponsorships are available for the big event, the fashion show presented by Gorilla Photo Group. That's January 23rd, 2 to 5 p.m. Get your tickets on Eventbrite or call 505-294-1647. Looking for models, man. They're probably going to ask you to take a haircut. If they're looking for models. If they would allow my mullet there, I'm in 100%. All right, so from the texter. This is from the live chat. A lot of people say Satellite by P.O.D. is a good song, which I've never heard. It's a good one, but Alive is so much better. Alive is their big Okay. Is, Southtown. Is Kevin James the lead singer of of Here Comes the Boom, or is Here Comes the Boom the song? That's uh, something completely different. Totally, okay. totally different. Wildly yeah. different. All right, well, you, I'm learning, guys. I'm learning on the fly here about a uh, pile of what? What I, was it? I am on death, P.O.D. Three, three years older than you? Four. Sure. Whatever. So P.O.D. should have been huge when you were in high school because it was huge right after high school for me. So where I grew up in the early 2000s when I was in high school, there was a band called Nelly. Are you familiar with this? Nelly? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The the movie about the, the, the deaf girl. What? No, you didn't see that one? Helen Keller? Nelly had Country Grammar, Nellyville. These, like, that's where I was. That's like if Albuquerque. It's the, talking about the Jodie Foster driven featuring Liam Neeson movie Nell. It's a very niche reference. Nell, the movie Nell. We're up against a break here. Youth of a Nation. Is that a song? We are, we are. What is that? It's a big song. 
They were very popular there for a stint. Michael, take the whole segment just to mix up your favorite PODs. We'll take it off. It's all POD for the rest of the show. Two men on (laughs) 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Got to remember this. So this one's better than the last one. Was this one was a bigger banger? Okay. Yeah, this was I think this is their biggest song. So I'm in I'm in like youth angst. I think youth angst is a good target for music and that's what this sounds like. They were um uh, the interweb said youth of the nation was bigger than alive. There's actually kind of a lot of recommendations rolling in on the texter for POD. So I didn't know there was such a fan base. Are they still touring? What do I got to uh, do? They were here just uh, two years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Huh. This is the bridge here. So Southtown is often a reference oh, see, I, to Boston. Still not the song I was thinking of. That's how little I listened to them back in the day. They were a very big deal there for a minute. Is it a Boston-based band? No, they're from San Diego. Southtown is South San Diego on the border. I'm thinking Southie. Which is a lot of fun. Uh, The Southie. Okay. I'm in, I guess. I'm in. I don't hear a lot of, like, our Lord and Savior references. I'm not sure why you guys are calling this Christian. It's not about, like, a light inspiring me or anything. I'm in. Give me more. They get you. They slide it in. Give me more POD. I'm I'm now a POD guy. P.O.D. Plenty of dudes. Is that what you said it stands for? Plenty of dudes? Came in on death. Okay. <laughs> good. It's a good slide in there. Good title for a band. All right. So there's some weird stuff that is stuff. And I'm going to give you, because we haven't talked about it yet, because there's been actual entertaining stuff going on. Sure. But now it's to the point of uh, crazy weird. Novak Djokovic, who is arguably the best tennis I think there's maybe two other guys you could have a conversation about, but let's just for this reason call him the best tennis. Because he's number one right now. He's number one right now. Historically, he's no Peter Sampras. He might be Peter Sampras. I put him on par with Peter Sampras. Okay. He's no Federer. That's what he's not. Oh, well, I mean, who could be really? I mean, that's kind of high. He's no Federer. So... Novak Djokovic wanted to go to Australia to play in the U.S. Open. Cool. And when I say U.S., I mean Australian Open. So he gets down there. In Australia, they have Australia on lock. So when I say Australia, I mean the country, not the continent. So Australia is like, we got it locked. I'm just going to let that slide right by. (laughs) So, like, you can't come in if you're not a vaxi boy. Sure. We got a lot of COVID-19 here. We're not trying to get any more of it. So don't be bringing your world traveling butt to our borders. And they're um, waterlocked? You're talking about an island? Yes. Yes. They're the exact opposite of landlocked. You know how poorly I do on islands. I get claustrophobic. But that's a very big island. From my Rand McNally, it doesn't look that bad. And it's tucked in the little bottom corner there. And I, If you want to be over-specific... Africa's an island. Well, you go over the but Pacific, not over specific. You're, <laughs> you're not going to get claustrophobic on Africa. I don't think you're going to get claustrophobic on Australia either. We don't know. You will get claustrophobic on Oahu. Yeah, which, which I did. Which you actually did in real life. I right now can go from the North Pole to the South Pole 
by walking right now. I don't understand that reference. What do you mean? So I can go to the very top of the toppest part of Canada, mm-hmm. and I can go all the way down to the very bottomest part of South America okay. right now. That, to me, is enough. That's enough area for you. Yeah. that's You feel comfortable in that. All right, so where I live— Does, Do the Sandia Mountains like make you feel like they're going to just fall over no, on you? Not, no. Nothing like that. Not that kind of claustrophobic. No, 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 no. Okay. Like what? the studio is, is big enough. Well, I can leave the studio and go to the tip of Argentina, so I'm fine. Okay. In Australia, I don't think birds migrate. They don't have anywhere to go. They just hang out in the same spot all year. That's what I'm saying. That's where I'm not okay. First off, birds aren't real. I don't want to know that. I'm not going down that path. Hey, let's not go there. And I'm not interested in being in a place where, I, where birds don't migrate. That, to me, is not enough. If I see the same bird year-round. There's birds that stay here year-round. But there are also birds that migrate. Now, I'm not talking about absolutes. I'm no Sith. There's way more birds that migrate here. Yes, and yeah. they can because... Yeah. Of wings. Well, also, there's enough land. Like, you can just go. Okay. And that's why I'm safe here. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. Roads leave this place. Birds don't take roads. I'm not sure what kind of analogy you're trying to make here. You would take a road. Traditionally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But in Australia, like I was saying... Okay. <laughs> they have so much COVID-19... That to get into Australia, which, by the way, is insanely tight anyways, and if you leave, they don't let you come back, you have to have the COVID-19 vaccination. So Novak Djokovic, who, by the way, is the best, and who, by the way, from the texter, John Lopez helped me buy my new house. Well, that's very nice. Oh, that's great. I love that. Because he's the man. So... Novak Djokovic doesn't want to put the COVID-19 vaccination with, into his body. Right. And what he has claimed publicly is he's like, I'm a fine-tuned professional athlete. I just can't chance it. This is my livelihood. My body is how I get by. I can't argue that. Say that out loud again. I can't chance putting that in my body. My body is how I get by. My body is how I get by. I'm paraphrasing. Okay. Because that would be a very good reason to get the vaccine. You would think. Yeah. But if you get it, if you get a bad strain of it and you're debilitated and it ruins your lung function and your organs don't work as well as they previously did, that would take away your livelihood. I I agree. You just contradicted yourself. Well, all I can do is say that he's beat every odd that's ever been put in front of him to this point, and he's become the best at the thing he's tried to be the best at in the entire world. Yeah, he's the best around. No Hard one's, no one's going to ever keep him down. Cannot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do not want to argue his approach because it has not failed him to this point. Now, just give me an example. In Australia, is not what America is. So in America, we can have 900,000 new COVID-19 cases a day, and, and everyone, for whatever reason, thinks that a super spreader event like the game last night at Lucas Oil Field is perfectly fine. 25,000 new COVID cases a day, 11,000 deaths a day, 13 deaths. These are all in different towns. Victoria, Old, whatever. I can't keep you all these names. I don't know the names of them. Tasmania. Tasmania? That's a place? Australia is bigger than it looks, but it's way less populated than it looks because the whole middle part of the continent, no one goes there. Well, and apparently they're having this like huge issue of quote-unquote pox parties, which is like chicken pox parties from when... You were a child, yeah, 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 but now it's for COVID. Sure. Because there's this idea that that is a safe thing, whatever. A lot of ignorance involved. Hey, little Andy, had it yet? Why don't you come over to my house? We have a little pox party. <laughs> That's 
Uh, you bring bring a little case of sodas. And the barbie. <laughs> you put put a couple of shrimps on the barbie over there. We got all little COVID. Give the boys COVID. Yeah. Speaking of parks, pop them in a couple of Fosters. So, whenever Djokovic gets there last weekend, they're like, hey, you actually can't come in. We're the border police. We know the rules. You're not qualifying, dog. You don't have the vaccine. He's like, oh, I got an exemption. I got COVID. And they're like reading the papers and they're like, oh, actually, that is an exemption. Cool. Did you do the mandatory do not travel for two weeks before you came, before directly coming from one of the verified entry port airports? He's like, yeah, for sure. He said, yeah, totally did. 100%. By the way. Of course. Yeah. Of course I did. Here's my test showing my antibodies from the time that I had COVID-19. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, you know, it's just going to take a couple of days, big dog. Why don't you stay up in this hotel? It's a nice hotel. Shouldn't be a problem. We actually can't let you leave, though. You get it, right? Mm-hmm. So he hung out. <sighs> Yesterday, they said, you're good. You're in. No back, you're in. You're 100% good. Thank you for suing us in court. Thank you for being, um, I assume, a billionaire that can afford all the lawyers to beat Australia. You're in. You're describing a nuisance. Thank you for being a nuisance, Novak. Thank you for distracting us from our real jobs and for being a nuisance. Also from the texter, I'm more afraid of the venomous creatures than I am the COVID. They're not mutually exclusive. You can be afraid of both. You can be definitely be afraid of both. So here's where it gets confusing. Novak Djokovic was lying on his visa for travel. So he was just in Spain five minutes ago taking money with professional handballers, which today I learned handball can be done professionally. How very exciting for the Ocho. And then he has his case where they're showing Michael, like his not case, he has his test that shows that he was positive on whatever day in December, so he has the antibodies. 16th. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Michael. It's supposed to be 16th to 21st. And he, so he has test number uh, 7,371,999. Okay, cool. Just just shy of 7,372,000. And they're like, hey, actually, Novak, not to be that dude, but you're about 50,000 off the pace from where you should be date-wise because every other test coming out of that time is about 50,000 numbers higher into the 8 million mark than where you are, big dog, 7.5 million. What? Novak Djokovic, what are you doing? Lying. He is lying. He is fabricating his results so he can go into a country because he thinks he's special. He thinks he's God's gift to the sport of tennis, and wherever he goes, people will praise him and let him do whatever he wants. He's like, show me the money and let me in, and he did. And they let him in again. Disappointed in the Australian government. I'm disappointed in all the fans around the world that were like, hashtag free Djokovic. What? If you don't get the vaccine, you have to follow the rules. That's my only opinion on the vaccine. Yes. That's my one opinion. You have the choice to not get it. But you also have to follow the rules. You can't have it both ways. No. He wants it both ways. It's not Burger King when it comes to the rules. He can, apparently. He, he can, can. He can have it his way. So now there's this. No, pu- Novak, you can't put onion rings on your Whopper. And he's like, but it says it right there. Yeah, I can have it my way. I can have it my way. I want onion, pickle, lettuce, tomato, no vaccine, 
And they're like, okay. Well, oh, hold on. We'll run that back a little bit. What did you? What was the last part? <laughs> yeah, no vaccine. Uh, and they're and cool. And I'm just going to drive through. And they're like, no, you can't drive through. You, if you drive through, you have to get the vaccine. And by the way, how come no one is calling this the Novax Djokovic scandal? All right, damn it. Cut that off. How come no one has said that yet? <laughs> Michael, get that clip. Novax Djokovic. That's very. I funny. haven't seen it on one single publication. You can have that for free, ESPN. You can have that for free, CBS Sports. Yeah. You don't even have to credit me. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, cut that, actually. His the fans- Australian <laughs> government is the one who needs to hear it. His yeah. fans, Michael, were like, these liberal border military police, they deserve to be doxxed. And what? You weird Serbian Montenegroans? I really don't know where he's from. Is that close? He's Serbian. Very close. I think it's all one, though. It's like peanut butter and jelly. You don't just have one. You get them both. <sighs> He's going to end up leaving. They're going to end up catching up. Because now the state, I know we've got to go break, Michael. I'm sorry. I know the state, which is a country, which is a continent of Australia, they're like, hey, these things have actually come up. We're going to re-say no. And he's going to sue again. It's going to keep going back and forth. And Australia has been doing phenomenal this whole time. With keeping this under wraps. Well, they're not doing better than they ever have. They're actually in a struggle, but everyone's in a struggle. Everyone's in a struggle right now. I think we are the only three guys. They in only this. have 2,400 deaths. I don't know where you got so desensitized to death. 2,400 deaths. Well, compared to the United States, 800 plus thousand. Comparative dismissal. I'd like you to not apply that right now. That's real. Let's do it by population. I'll do this during the break. Thank you. <laughs> I don't like Djokovic fans. I don't like Australia. I don't like Djokovic's camp. I'm now, today officially, January 11, 2022, I'm Oppo Djokovic. Okay. Moving forward. I'm not mad at that. Vital, mark that off too. I'm Oppo Djokovic today. Uh, make it three. Yep. Love that. Well, that'd just be two because I'm indifferent. You're still indifferent? I'm indifferent. Yeah. As a guy who's played by his own rules his whole life, Van Nunley, I totally see why you are that. Jeez. You're, you're the Djokovic of radio. You're the Novan Djokovic of radio. You're not not wrong. Dave and Buster's presents two men on live from the John Lopez Make it re- three. real estate in <laughs> Coldwell Baker Lake. Again, that's only two. <laughs> We're powered by New Mexico Opinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, start our days at the YMCA, spend our afternoons at O'Neill's, and our weekends at the Electric Playhouse. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports team. Boys help boys. And you help us by giving us a five-star review wherever you check out the podcast. Five-star ratings and reviews, Apple, iTunes, wherever you download this show. Hey there, friends of the show. We need your reviews. And once we get 100 of them, we're going to do a special one-off show where we read your reviews back to you. Positive, negative, constructive criticism, trolling, bring it. This one seems like a radio hit. This is the one I was referring to, I think. Oh, yeah, I'm into this one. I'm into this. Wait for it. You're going to know this one. Hold on. Say it right here. Yeah, I know this one. Okay. For the very first time. Yeah, I got it. Can't miss it. Got it. They were a second tier. Or is is this after, like, Nickelback's How You Remind Me came? 
and like alternative rock yeah. really started to yeah, die. It was. This is okay. This is that little bump right after like Kid Rock and Limp Biscuit started mixing rap and uh, metal together. This is 2001 from the album Satellite, which was recommended to us in the live chat. Okay. Okay. So it was. I never got in the POD because I like System of a Down and Rage Against the Machine. And this is like watered down. This is like Diet Coke to me. But like they were huge. They had a huge following. I believe they did. What was the name of the band? P- Plenty of Dirty Dishes? Is uh, that what it was? Payment on Death, POD. Okay. <laughs> How You Remind Me came out in 01. By Nickelback. Oh. Well, then they're contemporaries. Well, that's what I'm saying. Cause, yeah. So when How You Remind Me came out, if you remember, that was a banger. The first Nickelback song is unarguably and uncontestably an absolute rock banger. I, I hate to admit it, but you're right. Oh, I know I am. I know I'm 100% right. And one of like the biggest mysteries of the world is why Nickelback is like the biggest punchline for a bad band. So there's a history to it. They're not a bad band. They're an absolutely average band. They're not good. They're not bad. They're not interesting. They're not captivating. They're not motivational. They're just a band. They make rock music. You're you're very correct. The thing that's the thing, though, is they just made the same song over and over again. Yes. After it was to the point where you couldn't make the same song over and over again. So as Pearl Jam did it, it was cool. No, Pearl Jam made a bunch of wildly different songs. Well, they you're, a good example for what you're talking about is Credence. I love Credence. No, you're not Credence. Clearwater Revival made the same song okay. over and over and over again. Yes, I would buy that to the to the point the lead singer John Fogerty made a solo album, and he got sued by Credence's record company because it sure sounds did. too much like Credence. And he was in Credence, and he was in the lead singer and oh main my god, Credence, yeah. It's hilarious. Your best song, Down on the Corner. Love that one. Looking out my back door. Fortunate son. Oh, my God. Cranked out the hits. But they all sound exactly alike. Okay. So, in 2001, Nickelback had Album of the Year, six Grammys, Best Rock Album, Best Selling Foreign Act in the U.S. and Oh, they're from Canada. That makes sense. They outsold the Beatles... As a foreign band in the country. That's how big Nickelback was. I'm not disputing that. I'm wondering like where the hate came from. I know the answer to this, and it's not on the top of my head, but I will find it quickly for you. It originally came from a stand-up routine where they were the punchline to some joke, and that caught fire in the stand-up world. I'll find this for you. And it became like an inside joke. Because I use them as a punchline. It's just an easy, it's just low-hanging fruit. I'm coming, I'll get the name of it right here. I have it up in front of me. But yeah, Nickelback kind of ruined Alternative Rock. Because Alternative Rock was already on the downspin because there was all those boy bands. And weird pop rock too. Everclear. There was like Marcy's Playground. There was like this weird pop rock thing. And then Nickelback showed up, did that thing, and then... You're stuck with like stained. Kind of like alternative light at that period. That's that's around the time I got out of popular rock and roll music. I became like a pinkies out hip hop head at the time, and I missed all of that. I think there was like a messy death 
to alternative rock. And also, regular rock and roll became country music. Yeah, the regular four-chord song yeah. with a repeatable chorus. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sure. Country. Kind of like a 70s rock. It was like Eagles type. That's how I feel. And the guys that were the best guys at it, like Bush and Seven Mary Three and Soundgarden and Alice in Chains and all those guys, they couldn't keep going because it was the t- it was different sound now. Yeah, they. I mean that happens what, eight to ten years. You can do it almost generationally, almost every decade. Pop rock's gonna have a new sound. Some guys made it though, like Beck made it. Like Beck kept going. He's a great musician though okay. too. You know, it- early early Beck fits into like the alternative mold. But Beck's like such a unique artist. He's like Prince-ish. Yeah. To where he could just change every single album that's different. Hootie. Like Darius Rucker got out of the game because it changed. Well, he made two albums. He made Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. Which every album sounded alike. And then he made Darius Rucker, which every album sounded alike. In a different genre. But he gets to pick which Hall of Fame he goes into. He can go into the rock and roll or he can go in the country. I think he's going into both. I think he's going into both. Sure. But there were some, like, when the Verb Pipe showed up and when Tonic showed up, you were like, the Wallflowers, Dave Matthews Band. See, all that missed me. It ruined everything. No, thank you. Yeah. And you get the little ones, like Weezer would be like, we can still do it. We'll put out colored albums. Yeah. But they, you just couldn't withstand it. To, to Dave Matthews, super fan, I'll just say right now, you're wrong. Yeah. But also, respect to Dave Matthews. That's a good band. If you're holding on. Good musician. Yeah. Play yeah. a great show. There's if, still if that's the only band you listen to, not for me. Ska concerts. Neither is the majority of your conversations. <sighs> I used to do a bit on um, that Ansco marching. So it would be here's the bit. The bit was good, real good. I'll bring it to you real quick. It's we great, didn't. It's we, the Grateful Dead for frat boys. We didn't prepare this, yeah. so it'd be like um, <laughs> <laughs> very good. Thank you. Be like, uh, you know, it's like. Um, my Bulldogs team winning the national championship, and I get to see Katy Perry jiggling on TV in a boy's dream. Uh, and you would run this bit <laughs> okay. over and over. That's good. It was a very good bit, but I haven't used it in 10 years because Dave Matthews Band. It's getting progressively more dated. Yeah. Open up my head. Every song. <laughs> That's about it. You got it. In a boy's dream. You're like, what's a boy's dream, Dave? Yeah, and how do you know boy's dream, right. Dave? You creep. <laughs> Are you polling children yeah. about their dreams? <laughs> I have a one-bedroom apartment and all the new entertainment Nintendo systems, and I got a real pretty girlfriend, and I got a dream job on the radio. <laughs> In a boy's dream. I'm an astronaut and a fireman and a baseball player. <laughs> In a boy's dream. It's... It's the best. It was a really good bit. It's dead. It doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Oh, God. Even though we just did it right now, anyways. I'd do, I'd do it again. Sure. If Dave Matthews man wanted to name image likeness this show, the only way I could tell him it would happen would be, in a boy's dream. <laughs> I said, oh, are you going to you know, cash a check? Well, crash that right into me. <laughs> <laughs> do. When I was in high school, Vital, I would like have like, uh, I'd go on a date, which in high school was the locally owned ice cream shop, and you would sit on the tailgate of your dad's truck, and then I would turn on Satellite by Dave Matthews Band, and whatever you know, underclassmen that was so unfortunate to be on this date with me, they'd be like, "You're so mature." 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> satellite. D- hey, why do we know so much Dave Matthews Band? Because we know stuff that's terrible. They had a they had a big impact late nineties, early two thousands, man. They got a sweet trumpet. Alternative rock for them. and more on this program. This is all your POD fault, Vital. Yeah, exactly. This is a hundred percent your fault. You did this. I had, had a whole a niche there. Yeah. If I get a single complaint, I'm forwarding it right to you. We, you know, I'm just taking the Evander Kane talk right off the docket for today because <laughs> of you. Because we only got two minutes here, and it's not like I can jump into something. All right, sports next segment. Promise. And then after that, more sports. Any complaints, last-minute Mike at (laughs) Cumulus.com. We'll change it up right before your eyes. Uh, All right, from the chat, no one believes you went on dates in high school. That's why we're going to break. We're two men on (laughs) 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Here we go. This is absolutely it. Oh, God. Put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I put a sleeping net bag down in the back of the truck. I had to look up the stars. I know her name. I'm not going to say it out loud. Like, what is this? Like, what is Like, I was so cool. I was so mature. And they'd be like, you know who John Mayer is? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. We're doing this today. You just, the things you would do as a youth for like a peck on the cheek. Listen to Dave Matthews. Yeah, you're like, you're a whole different person. And then like the boys would ask and you'd be like, oh, I did that. No, 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 fam. I was listening to Tupac, bro. Yeah. She kissed me. Don't you know? (laughs) (sighs) We're getting a, we're getting like a complaint to the station right now. No, Michael, you kill this right now. That's that's an absolute enough of that. So, Alabama and Alabama and Georgia played football last night. It was a good game. Uh, neither team, neither team was really outmatched by the other. But the thing that they were completely concise with off the field is Nick Saban and Coach Smart, uh, Kirby Smart, both believe there need to be increased regulations on name image likeness. That is because for the first time, I think, in the history of college football, Alabama did not have the best recruiting class in the last, well, literally like 10 or 11 years. The first time, and I can't remember that it hasn't been Alabama, Clemson, or Georgia. Right. Or maybe there's an LSU sprinkled in there too. But a new kid on the block, if you don't know the story, allegedly, the numbers, the real story isn't out, but allegedly Texas A&M boosters, Texas A&M supporters pooled together a $30 million to pay off all the best recruits in the class. And they all went to A&M. All the best four- and five-star recruits, all the blue chips went to Texas A&M, A&M this year because they got PAID paid. Uh, and now Alabama and Georgia is so sad. Oh, we didn't get the best players this year because they started going by the rules. Deion Sanders got one of the top wide receivers in the country. Deion Sanders is going to be at his college for about five more minutes. Yeah. 
Deion Sanders is going to be coaching Florida State in about five more minutes. He will be the next coach of Florida State. Yeah, I agree. I put that on anything. Also, I'll tell you why Texas A&M screwed up. They let this get out because now every school is going to do it. All the schools. Every year. All the years. We were just talking about it yesterday. Why doesn't Jeff Bezos do this and get all the blue chip recruits to go to Princeton? Hey, Phil Knight, you want Oregon to look good? $30, $40, 50000000 million a year? That's nothing to Jeff Literally Bezos. Literally nothing. Just buy them Drop all. The put them all in Princeton. Also, give Reggie Bush back his Heisman. Also, yeah. here's what I'm saying. Yes. You're at a point now to where you, these schools. Also give Penny Hardaway's mom her Mercedes back from the movie Blue Chips. That's, I don't know. Was it repossessed? Was it stolen? I didn't really understand the legality behind that, but I was a child. Yeah. All of the schools should do this. We were watching that game last night, Michael. We were watching that national champ game. Georgia and Alabama, I saw 22 millionaires on the field. That's what I was looking at. And if that ain't right, that's very close to right. You talking about like. Devonta Smith and two chains and everyone that walked on the field. Right, so the we, you want to have the sideline conversation? Williams, yeah. from Alabama, Will Williams. Hey, uh, that's you. So, all right, you're saying it, but I'm going to say it too. Two chains and all these former athletes and all these guys. Let's say it's Texas and it's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Let's say it's all these people. Right now, you're on the sideline for a donation to that fund. We'll get you on. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. The biggest donors only. Also, hey, hey, Snoop. Sorry, you can't come to USC games anymore. Two chains paid more. But here's the thing with Snoop. Two chains is a bigger donate. Snoop's like Dre bought your ticket to the sideline. And Snoop says, cool, here's what I'm going to do. Go to UCLA, put my production company on it, make movies about UCL football, take the profits from those movies about UCL football, give it to UCLA football players, or you don't mess with Snoop when we do this thing right now with USC. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're back in. Yeah, because that's what it ended up being. They'll they'll be end up being turned into money makers of their own outside of the football product on the field. Because that already goes to the university. Uh, yeah, I settle out of court if you call it U.S. Sizzle. Uh-huh. That's, that's about right. <laughs> so the big guys are mad. Now watch out yes. though, because they're going to do the same thing times ten next year. Yeah, Alabama's going to do it. Texas eight. Okay, so Tuscaloosa sucks versus. The whole middle of the state of Texas? Yeah. Texas will win. Mm-hmm. All that oil money? Zero championships. Are you kidding me? Zero championships will ever not be in Texas again. Yeah. And if you're a coach, if you're coaching in Norman, Oklahoma, which you're not anymore, you're coaching in Los Angeles. Texas A&M, Oklahoma, UT. Forget. Is Oklahoma. going to rocket to the top of the SEC standings in the next few years because they got more money to burn. They got richer alma maters. They got richer board members. And the teams that were historically advantaged because they were already paying guys, USC, Miami. Well, 1980 at Georgia when Herschel Walker was there. Like, the teams that are already paying guys, they're going to be able to do it in a very public manner now. So they're going to get right back in the game. Sure. USC's already got the biggest donors all the time. University of Miami is like, hey, Uncle Luke, what are you doing the next 10 years you want to come back and start playing payers, paying players again? And he's like, I ain't got the funds like I used to. They're like, don't worry, we do. <laughs> Let us get it to you. Because that's how it's going to launder. Make two live crew go viral again. All right, so let me get this straight, guys. Uh, we're, we're paying our head coach $10 million a year. That makes so, sense. Somehow get me so horny on TikTok. Let's make, let's make yeah. Uncle Luke some more money. I'll give it right back to you. A bunch of cameos. No. So we're going to pay our head football coach $10 million. 
And then, okay, Uncle Luke's on the payroll for thirty million dollars. What is? Why are we giving him thirty? It don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. I'm coming right back. Yeah. That's a launder. That's what that is. Oh, by the way, Miami. You think Texas oil money is going to compete with Miami drug money? No. Just, just launder that money right through the university. All the best players are back at Miami again. All the shame Uncle Luke mm-hmm. had for paying for all those players. And then real estate's going to really drop off. Because Guess who's back? Not an Eminem reference. Okay, yeah. Not an Eminem reference. I promise. That That's okay. All these teams, and by all these teams, I mean the ones that have traditionally been in the top and have made the college football product so insanely boring. Regular season aside, I think regular season does well for the team you're a fan of. And for me, that almost is you have to be from the alma mater, but I recognize that not everyone goes to college in that kind of way, and you can be a fan of whatever college team you want. Sure. Three things. Three things for me. Okay. Alma mater, go crazy. Same. From the area, go crazy. Same. Didn't attend. Didn't do either of those other two things. Pick your team and go crazy. Okay. Be a, be a fan. I was from Houston, and the University of Miami was my team growing up. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. It was stupid. NIL slush fun is beginning to work. I was a kid. I didn't know the, the collegiate fandom rules. At a University of Miami starter jacket. Man. Bryce Young's 14 NIL. Vital, I peak so young. Could you imagine me in a Miami Hurricane starter jacket when I was 10 years old? A Series 3 pullover one with the front pocket? Is it, is yep. it, was it the green with the orange the, lettering? Yeah, the exactly. Three-quarter zip yep. hoodie with the pocket pouch. Mm. I'm already known. Mm. You know I was wearing that Seattle Supersonics mm. one looking at just as It's been fly. downhill since then. I was looking just as fresh. Yeah. Bryce Young has 14 NIL deals, tallying an estimated value of $1 million. Sweet. Young also works with CAA Sports, and his connection with them has added more than 60,000 followers to his Instagram over the time of their relationship. Nick Saban is talking out his rear right here because he's taking advantage of this exact thing that other people are taking advantage of, and he has a problem with other people playing by the rules because I have this idea for some time. He's been playing outside the rules. Yeah. He's like, we spent all this time being elite at cheating, and now everyone gets to cheat? This is absolute BS. Isn't that right, Kirby? <laughs> Better yeah. agree with me, Kirby. Yeah, Nick. Yeah. I think Georgia's going to be the new power in the SEC. No, Move over, shut Nick. up. No. no. They'll, be, they'll be good for two or three more years till all that Texas oil money takes over <laughs> yeah. and everyone gets paid. Yeah. Georgia. You know when Georgia's going to another championship? 40 more years. That's when it's going to happen. Are, are there preseason polls out already? Is Alabama already favored again? Alabama's already number one. They're number one. Yeah. Come on now. Alabama, Ohio State. Duh. Hey, cool for Georgia. All joking aside, cool for Georgia on only giving up t- more than 20 points like once all year. That's neat. That's a neat thing. Not going to be able to do that twice. Especially now that what you're going to end up doing is you're having the SEC where right now the top 10 wide receivers, that's not fair, the top six wide receivers in the SEC all play on Alabama. Now they can go play for any team because they can get paid just the same. Because Nick Saban can't sit in your living room and lie to you and your mom and your grandma about how you're going to get to the NFL and get rich. You can get rich right now. Go to Texas A&M. Just go right Texas now. A&M, $30 million for one class. All right? Four classes. If you think it's going to stay at this same pace or slightly increase, 
that's 120 plus million for your college football team. That is approaching the NFL salary cap. Dog. Your college football team is going to cost as much as an NFL team. They put someone to manage the money. They buy Bitcoin or whatever, and it's that much more money tomorrow. Sure. Like this is it's it's now industry. Mm-hmm. It's industry. Also, fifty million undergrad, not fifty million, fifty thousand undergrad at the University of Texas at Austin. I think they're going to come up with the money. You fifty thousand every year. You don't say. They graduate like thirty thousand people a year. Michael, did you know that? Chump change. It's crazy to me. More Vander Kane talk, and when I say more, I mean the first ever hockey talk on this program after the break. Dave & Buster's presents Two Men On, live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, we play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA Central Mexico, spend our evenings at O'Neill's and our weekends at the Electric Playhouse. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. New year, same show. Overweight? Finances and shambles, all that goes in the wash when you give us a five-star review. Need one more resolution to round out your year? Five-star ratings and reviews. Here's what we're doing, friends of the show. We want 100 reviews. Log into iTunes and review the show and leave any review that you want. And after 100 reviews, we'll do the show and review special. Oh. Oh, I don't think this oh. is Dave Matthews. Oh. oh, it was for Van. We had to no, get him back. Pod. Okay. <laughs> Live chat's killing it today. Mm. Mostly in strokes mm. about Van's mm. new mullet haircut. Mm. Check that out on our social media at TalkABQ. It's it, bad on purpose. I get it. If you listen to this show and you laugh, you haven't even heard the best joke, and that's Van's haircut. Just take a look at it. That's what's up. Biggest joke professionally outside of Novak Djokovic is Evander Kane. And you're saying, Fred, Oof. who is Vander Kane? Let me help you out real quick. He's not the villain from a hacking movie in the 90s. Evander Kane is a hockey player who used to play with the San Jose Sharks. They put it on an official statement. Are you ready for this, man? It's going to take me a second. Hit me. <clears throat> the San Jose Sharks have informed Evander Kane that he has been placed on unconditional waivers with the intent to terminate his contract for breach of the NHL standard player contract and for violation of the AHL COVID-19 protocols, the club will have no further comment on this matter. He gone. They don't, they don't even care. Forget your future endeavors. Best of luck. How about best get gone? So what he did was fake the COVID-19 vaccination card, and he's just a jerk. He's... What's the best way to describe Michael? You're a hockey guy. He is um, the worst he's person worse you've ever than met. A goon. He's he's violent. He's angry. He's aggressive. His girlfriend faked a pregnancy for multiple months. I don't know if you saw that recently. Did you see this? There's all the stories. There's all the There's stories. Almost as many Evander Kane stories as there are Antonio Brown stories. He's he's the most opposite of Hunter Pence that you can be. I, that's so accurate. Yeah. Evander Kane is like, listen, I got this cool life. I have this idea. Have you ever heard of a soap opera? Write it. Just crazy. Evander Kane's like, listen, I really like the TV show Glee. There's this storyline where you pretend to be pregnant. I'll fake a COVID-19 vaccination. Some team in Canada will then offer me a contract later. And here's the weird thing. You got to have a vaccination plan in Canada anyways. So I don't know where all this noise is coming from. How many teams are there in the South? 
Phoenix is not really the south. That's south. the west. So Florida's got a couple. Uh, Atlanta's got one. But Dal- Dallas, Atlanta. See, but Atlanta's not the south anymore. Thank you, Stacey Abrams. Yeah, shout out to Stacey Abrams. Um, Dallas, Atlanta, uh, Florida. Are there is there two teams in Florida? Yeah. That's how little I know about NHL. Here's what I'm telling you as well. The NHLPA has to go to bat for them, and they have to go against this thing. And how big of a jerk do you feel firing this, firing, filing this grievance? Just like a typical union. Yeah. And COVID is worse in hockey because they play and it's cold. It's cold all the time. You know, COVID gets worse in the winter. So it's worse in the NHL because it's cold. Okay, I feel like that's stupid. Because they play on ice. You're being stupid. You are correct. He got he, he he one time, okay, got in a lawsuit with Las Vegas, uh huh, because he took out a bunch of markers, mm-hmm. ran up mo- over a half a million a half a million dollar yes. bill. Everything's correct. It's like, meh, I'm not going to pay it. And I'm like, no, 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 you have to see these papers. These papers you signed. That's what right here. Is. What is what does this say right here? I know it's kind of scribbly. What it, it says a Vander Kane. It says, okay, it says a Vander Kane. You're right, buddy. My my name's my name's my friends call me Vander. And he tried to get Floyd, his friend Floyd Mayweather, to bail him out. And you know what Floyd Mayweather said? I got you, fam. No, oh. he said no. I'm not helping you, you fool. He lost twenty three mil on this deal. Did you hear me? So dumb. He lost twenty three million for being a jerk and. Every San Jose Sharks fan, all couple of them, they were like, we're free. <laughs> like, get this guy out of here. Multiple assault allegations with citizens, not hockey players. Oh, yeah. Citizens. He's the Antonio Brown of hockey. Changed my mind. The year after. Pretty much. Yeah. He's exactly that. The year after his best year, his contract year, he broke three ribs in the first game because he went too hard up against the glass. <laughs> This first game. Allegedly, he's paid multiple people for relationships outside of his marriage to handle the consequences of relationships outside of his marriage. But here's the thing. He doesn't end up paying. He says, take care of this problem and I'll pay you. He doesn't pay. That was the abortion payment to that sex worker. Yes. Yeah. Exactly that. This is just Happy Gilmore with more crime. Oh, gosh. But he can play, and someone will probably sign him. So the Canadians said today... I don't know. I think he's getting blacklisted. The Canadians said, "Uh, you know, we really believe in second chances. Seriously? (laughs) Seriously? Already? Yep. Already? Because he can win games. This loser? That's the whole reason I brought it up. God, that sucks. You know, um... You know, we're a big fan of second chances. He's had four, five, six. What? Get what is it? Get your vaccine. Get double vaccinated and boosted. And you know, then I used to see play you vi- in Canada. I used to play video games when I was a kid, and when someone would suck, I'd be like, "Get good." Canada's like, "Just get vaxxed. Come on, <laughs> come on. Let's have a break. Do something. Wrap up the last hour of this thing when we get back. Two men on ninety-five point nine FM, AM six ten, the Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Welcome to 6 o'clock. If 6 o'clock is your quitting time, thank you for starting the program with us. You can connect with your boys on the Texter, 505-246-0610. Texter's been a little quiet this week. 
Live chat has been popping. Phone lines have also been quiet. Quan's Auto Care Hotline, 505-246-0610. Let's open them up, though. We'll open them up the rest of the show. Because uh, we're, we're just jumping around. We're just jumping around a little bit. Like House of Pain. Just jump around a little bit? Thank you. National Championship was last night. Uh, I watched it in its entirety. You know me. I'm not, I'm not a rooting interest guy. That's not me. But sure. I like spectacles. So I watched it. Yeah. It's a national championship. Yeah, you should watch it. We have a sports talk radio show. Sports Didn't adjacent have talk radio show. on last night? Well, of course, but I have a routine for that. I watch it at the gym in the morning. So when I'm on the elliptical, that's when I watch my pro wrestling. Ah. Yeah, I got, a whole, I got a whole system. So last night, the national championship was watched by 22 million people, which is the second lowest one since 2005. The lowest, lowest one was last year. For, it, because of reasons. Lack of popularity, that's the reason. Oh. College football is as low as it's ever been popularity-wise. And we came to the conclusion earlier on this very show yeah. that it's too top-heavy. Who wants to see the same people win every year? So I do. I'm that guy. I want to see 16-time world champion John Cena become 17-time world champion John Cena and overtake Ric Flair as the most championships of all time. Well, we're talking about real sports, though. Yeah. You're talking about theater. I'm talking about theater. You're talking about theater. Because that's what last night was to me, was theater. Because, I don't, again, I don't care about Stinner Bennett. What was the cat's name for Georgia? Stetson. Stetson Binner. Stetson. And that's that, a cowboy name if I've ever heard one. Stetson Bennett? Yeah, it's super yeah. cowboy. I actually, I think he was in True Grit. He did really; it was a really good movie. But the thing about the game last night, watching it, the spectacle it was, okay, good product, good one-off. Timing was bad yeah. because the NFL is taking over with an extra game every week, the weekend. So by the time Monday rolls around, I'm all footballed out. Yeah, because I already watched football on Saturday and Sunday. Well, there's only one more day of two-day football. They got to. Get a full weekend of football coming up. Yeah, yeah, but this Nat, this Nat Champy boy, it's got to go to the Thursday before that final. That and final. By week. the way, loyal listener, we'd love to see you. Who on Saturday at Bourbon and Boots? I'll go. We'll be hosting the Raiders Den yet again. That'll be good. So come enjoy some drink specials and food specials and have a little fun with the boys. Watching them take on the hated Cincinnati Bengals and what's obviously going to be a blowout. Obviously, Silver and Black's got a shot, baby. They got as good a shot as anybody in the playoffs. They got a lot of momentum. I yes, like the they Raiders. Do. I will be there. Van will be there. Robert you think will the be the ghost there? of John Madden isn't going to help them win that game? <laughs> you believe in ghost? I'm because it, what? Yes, of course I believe in ghosts. You're stupid. They had a documentary about it. Are you talking about Ghostbusters? No, I'm talking about the one with Patrick Swayze and Whoopi Goldberg. The and movie Gibby Moore. Ghost. Wait, that wasn't a real story. <laughs> It has to be real. That didn't actually happen? Ghosts are not real. Okay, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. I did go to a ceramics class one time, and there were a disturbing lack of ghosts there. You not a single one. Just turn my headphones off. All I, did, all I did was make a pot. I just made like a little pot, and there's no ghosts there whatsoever. I went to a ceramics thing here in town one time, and it sucked. Really? It was so boring and stupid. Because of the lack of ghosts. Well, no. They wouldn't even let me use the little turny wheelie boy that you pumped with your legs. They had me hand mold something. What? Yeah. And (laughs) and I'm I'm like, hey, I'm not trying to be that guy, but it's 20 whatever it was. I was like, I'm not. This is not the 80s. I'm not making an ashtray for my grandma's living room. I want to use the little spinny boy. And they're like, oh, you got to pay for the second class for that. 
And I'm like, this is a scam. Oh, it is a scam. They were like, you want some green tea? They gotcha. I was like, I don't want your green tea. It's like a reverse pyramid scheme. It was stupid. It was over by, I'm not going to put anyone under the bridge. I'm just going to say it was over by this golf course that UNM runs. How many, how many of them are there? Scammy ones, at least one. <laughs> no, ceramic, make your own thing classes. I don't, when you There's to, only got to be two or three in all of Albuquerque, right? And so the whole thing is a full-on work. So you have to leave your thing there to drive and go back to get it. But really, it's just an, like the thing you make or whatever. But it's just an excuse to get you to go back and, and buy some pottery and sign up for another class. Because you're going to tell me I can't just let this thing sit on a counter and dry at my house? I'm smoking in it anyways. The one time I did it, I legit just left my thing there. Oh, my thing's still there. It's I did, still there. Yeah, I didn't go back and get it. You know how many things that they get left at those places? All of them. Yeah, because they had a shelf of, like, you could buy other people's things. If you're not doing it for a child, like, your child will remember. Yeah. Like, I want to go get my purple angel, Daddy. Take me to get my angel. Like a tree topper? I want to get my neon green giraffe from the ceramic place, Daddy. It's not painted That's at That's the only point. kids that you're going to go get. I feel like you don't have the strong understanding of ceramics that you think you do. You can mold them into anything. Well, why are you adding colors? Just the clay. color is You painted. paint them. Well, it's not painted at that point. It's not dried yet. Well, you got to wait longer. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> No one picks up their ceramics from those places. Fire what it I'm up saying. in the kiln. Unless, Vital, do you want it? I can't remember what I made. <laughs> oh, you can have it. If you want my creation, I'll I go back and get put it. Put it on eBay. It was like eight years ago. I doubt they hung on to it. I think you take it to Locker 505 for the, uh, for the, oh, it's not a drag show. What is it? Fashion show that they're doing on the 22nd, and you auction it off. Yeah. That's what I think. Or just let's go make some fresh ones. No, little spoon called it. Hey, also Wait, if what? we if we do, I can Come take on, the give second it a try. spinning class now because I've gone to the first the second one. time. No, but it's been too long. It's been over a year. You got to take the first class I'll all take over. Again. Certified. Forget you two. I'll take the Djokovic approach and I'll just say I did it recently. I'll just, just bring in a fake card. I'll just lie. Fake ceramics card. I'm actually a, a foremost expert on ceramics in this area. You Please, just, you better release me now. Just open up that kiln. Let me get in there. Do you think when leaving Lucas Oil Field last night in Indianapolis, all the neighborhood dogs were going crazy because people were just going? Woo, 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 woo. They had to have been a hundred percent. They had to have been. <laughs> oh. There's gonna be a lot of dog psychologist bills after that endeavor. That's traumatic. You know how dumb one of my dogs is? You know, my Corgi, he's just borderline, just the dumbest thing on earth. I've met his owner. I'm going to get him a matching mullet, I think, now that, I, now that you brought that up. <laughs> Super stupid. Yeah. The, the thing about Stinson Bennett last night, he'll not, he won't play in the NFL. That's not an NFL guy. I don't think so. But if he stays in Georgia, whatever he chooses to do, whatever – Playground equipment installation company have to pay for that he dinner started, anymore. Never ever. Yeah. He is Georgia forever. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome down to Stinson Bennett Auto Sales. And then you, they everyone. That's why he's crying on the sideline. He's like, I'm, I'm never having a tab at Chili's in the rest of my life. Never had an NIL. I don't need it. Oh my god. I love Applebee's. <laughs> 
perfect margaritas. You just won the national championship. Where are you going? I'll go to Applebee's, brother. So good. And then, like, not that many years later, he starts a competing Chili's across the street. He's like, I just saw an opportunity. Like the same guy who owns a Walgreens and a CVS. Yes. It's the same real estate company. (laughs) According to this, he was the 2,529th ranked player out of high school. They go that far? Uh, Apparently they go that far. A two-star quarterback. A two-star quarterback? Two-star. And they don't even look past a four, most coaches. I mean, that's what, it, that's what, what's his name? Stormy Daniels, what was his name? That's the lady that hung out with Donald Trump. <laughs> Kurt, are you talking about Kirby Smart? Yeah, there you go, that one. This is a weird one to me, this whole night. Because like, the game, because I'm into spectacles, I wanted a bigger spectacle. Like but somebody the, better than Katy Perry. Well, that, but the first half was... As boring as halves got. It's news fest. It was all field yeah. goals and defense. Nine to six. And then the second half was such a blowout. I was like, this is just, this is not the one. This is a one, but it's not the one. Well, I mean, the ghosts from the ceramic shop loved the first half because that's what football was when they were alive playing. That interception, I guess, was exciting. Yeah, it was very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I did encourage some betters to bet the under. So you, after, did. you did that on the program. After that pick six, I was like, uh oh. All they needs all Alabama needs a field goal to hit the over. Nope. <laughs> stayed. Stayed with the under. You're welcome. Vegas is so good at this. If you're dumb enough to believe a stranger when you're gambling, you're welcome. But like also there's like a Bulldogs fan that's right now, it's like are you guys certain they can't still blow the lead? Are you guys certain? Because <laughs> they can't believe it. I got a Bulldogs fan friend here in town. They're like, this is like a dream come true. And I'm like, no one's ever dreamed this. Like, this is – Georgia's fan does – Georgia fan does not get up this big. The last one they won was when uh, Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker. It's 40-some years ago. Wow. Well, that's a stand-up guy. Yeah. Now. Also, there's a bunch of tattoo parlors right now in Athens and Atlanta that are, like, coming even on bets. Yeah. Yeah. Get a tattoo of Ugga. Busy day. The bulldog. Is Ugga the dog? Yeah, that's his name. That's a cute little boy. Cute little barky boy. Good game. It didn't hit the hype I thought it would. Also, everyone always talks about Alabama in this light. Them and Georgia got the same amount of national championships in like the last four years. So it's not like it's not like they're really doing it the way everyone perceives they're doing it. Alabama's got three? Three in the last decade? No, more than that. I think it's four. Is it yeah. four? I got to pull yeah. it out, but yeah. They didn't, have it la- they didn't have it this year. Didn't have it last year. Didn't have the year before. They got one there, though. I think that's why there's dislike for Bama, because they remind people of the NFL's version of the Patriots. Well, but uh, everyone loves the Patriots. They're the Patriots. There's a lot, I think there's more people that dislike the Patriots what? than like them, don't you think? No. We were realizing now Belichick is a good coach. Not as good as Brady is uh, a good player. Six. Count them six. That's what I'm saying. Six. Six, six going back to the 2008 season, 2009 championship. That's domination, man. Three since the new playoff. 
Do you see some of these interviews with the kids afterwards where they're like, he's the reporter's like, after that fumble, what do you think? He's like, I don't, I wasn't gonna be the reason we lost. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I got him. I really got him to snap out of it because like we talked about this fumble. earlier. It wasn't a fumble. What he was just so wide eyed. He looked overwhelmed by everything. Yeah. Then yeah, when it mattered, true. he like really sucked it up and played some good football. I think that was the story. Quote: What do you say to other underdogs out there, Stinson? I have no clue. <laughs> like he just. You got no coaching on this at all. Also, my surprise face when your former protege beats you is about zero. We were talking about that with Brian Flores in Miami yesterday. I have zero surprise whenever someone that worked alongside you forever, Kirby Smart, who worked alongside Nick Saban for like 20 years. Is that right? 18 years. 18 years. And Kirby Smart. He was playing college football at the same time like Peyton Manning was playing college football. I think he picked off Peyton Manning. That was like his one claim to fame as a college athlete. And Nick Saban was like, you're not the best player, but you're heady. Come coach with me. I'm not surprised with 18 years of understudy, you're able to do well on the test. Not surprised at all. Which was weird because they got their doors blown off three weeks ago. Unreal. Yeah, but that's seeing it. Because you don't have to win that one. Sure. You don't show your hand on that one. If you can win straight up, keep throwing heaters. Don't show your off-speed stuff. I agree completely. Like, the game really didn't matter. They knew they're both going to be right. in the top four. If the, your only loss is to the number one team, you're doing pretty good. Both teams, Georgia's speed was unreal. I saw that against Michigan when they when – they, Knocked off the Wolverines, and you saw it again last night. My gosh, I've I've never in the past few years I've never seen Alabama get pushed around like yeah, that. Yeah, right. The, the, they control the line of scrimmage. Georgia's defensive front was as dominant as it gets. I'm not the guy to make excuses, but when you don't have the two guys you threw to all season out there, it's it, big. It's big. That that's the only real advantage that Alabama had was superior wideouts. Well, they were either they're either Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. Even they were even. I don't think there's that big of a difference in between those two. I don't think Bryce Young's an NFL guy either. Yeah, but you said the same stuff about Mac Jones. I did not. You say the same stuff about Tayoto Tululuga. Okay, that one's true. All those Alabama quarterbacks, they end up being fine. They'll be fine. There's a reason that they go to Alabama in the first place. They got that pedigree from the beginning. Let's say me and you are out last night. Just do. We're in Indian. We live in Indianapolis. We're just out at dinner, and we just like the game ends and some people come in. <laughs> I, I would be so infuriated. In Indianapolis, yeah. All these Why, Georgia because, fans because just, the national championship game was such a huge boost to your economy and brought in so much money, and it you made you had the best night of your life because your business hasn't made that much money since pre-COVID. You would just hate the dogs. No, I don't own the restaurant. I'm just out dining. Oh, okay. You're just yeah. hanging out? Yeah. Okay. So Van and Fred said defense doesn't matter in Georgia. Well, they took that personally. Put it on Alabama last night. Congratulations to college football on wrapping up their season. Uh, I'm excited for them to have done that. I'm more excited to transition this program primarily into spring training and Major League Baseball talk. Speaking of, Major League Baseball has an update, and we will give it to you after this. For two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Once again, I am asking for your five-star reviews. 
Five-star ratings and reviews. Apple, iTunes, wherever you download your podcast. Hey, friends of the show, we're looking for reviews. Leave us what you like. Leave us what you hate. Heck, leave your favorite song lyrics. Whenever we get 100 of them, we will do the show in review, where we break down every review of the show and we give your opinion. Back on the program. We are today 34 days from pitchers and catchers being scheduled to report to spring training, okay? Oh, so excited. No one from Major League Baseball or the Major League Baseball Players Association have even talked one time. No text, no calls, no emails, no back alleys, hot sauce deals. So since since the lockout. December 2nd. They just got through the holidays. Yeah. Got through the national championship game. Sure, why not? They're like, okay, let's go back to work now. It's very, very burke of them. 32 days from the time they're going to meet on Thursday, okay? So on Thursday, Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association, they're going to hold a bargaining session. And what is expected to happen is Major League Baseball is going to make a core economics proposal and then the two sides will have to decide on what's going on at that point. I don't know what a core economics proposal is. They just made it up. What does that mean? Either baseball made it up or friend of the show, friend in real life, USA Today's Bob Nightingale, frequent contributor to Two Men On, just, yeah, made, just made it up. Cap or salary floor? I don't know. I think it has to do with how much money the teams are going to make. They're going to try to be like a level of transparent with it to say, we don't make enough money to pay you more money. So, you know, it's going to be a lie. So last time they met on core economic issues, Okay, whatever that means, fill in the blank. How long do you think that meeting lasted? One minute. Seven. Seven minutes. The owners were like, oh, you guys are crazy. Oh, you want? You want to get fairly compensated for your work? We're out of here. You, It's going to end up the most expediated negotiations in the history of all things. And that was the quote, right? Because at the lockout, they were like, hey, we're really going to really expediate this stuff. We're going to put it into motion. Dog, it's been, it's been six weeks. It's been five weeks. I honestly didn't think anything was going to happen from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Okay. I assumed that they would meet sometime right around now. But they are so far apart on their salary cap numbers. 30, 31 million apart on the salary cap numbers. And that's, that's the adjusted number from the owners, from baseball. The baseball wanted the salary cap to be 185 million. That was their first number. Sure. And they just got laughed out of the room. It's too small. And then now they want to go $214 million, which is more than last year's $210 million. Well, $214 plus official partner in Major League Baseball, so you get double points when you stay at a Marriott. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, so that's actually really nice. Sold. <laughs> Sign me up. Well, you got a couple of teams or a handful of teams that are willing to spend over two hundred million, and you got a third of the teams in the league that don't want to win, won't even spend sixty or seventy million. You got to put a floor in, I think, but you don't because I got Tampa Bay and Oakland that explain to me why you don't have to. Well, 
Well, Tampa Bay and Oakland are always above what would be the proposed floor. Sure, but they're always at the bottom of where everyone is. The bottom of all the competitive teams is where they are. $31 million. So the players union wants it to be $245 million for a salary cap. That seems high. $214 million is the retort from baseball, from the owner's group. That's a huge difference. $31 million is a huge difference. That is a Mike's Trout worth of money. Right. Each team could add Mike Trout for that much money. That's, that's a big deal. It's a lot of money. Or you're paying Mike Trout money to a guy that doesn't deserve Mike Trout money. And by the way, everyone deserves the max they can get from the player's viewpoint. I feel that way. Organization viewpoint, no reason to spend that amount of money if you don't feel the value is there. That is accurate. I think these negotiations are going to be quite spicy. How spicy are they going to be? I'm not getting in on this. Spicier than Drake's condom hot sauce. Okay. That's how spicy it's going to be. I don't like that. Do not like that. (laughs) I would like for that to be stricken from the program. I'll take a time out there. That is not only – that's not for me. (laughs) Is it the visual – or did it just ruin hot sauce for you? I just so we don't often pull from Barstool Sports on this program because it's very low brow. Sure, sure, sure. I would like actually for Cumulus to block the website on the Wi Fi here. <laughs> I if it was a possibility I would do that. On my tower, laptop, and phone. Yeah, I just want Okay. For the betterment of everyone. That's uh, how about no long term contract over five years? You see some of these contracts going to ten years. I'm into that. I don't have a problem with that. I think you could it should just be the free market. The player should be able to get what they can get within a reasonable amount. Well, and like also, the longer they keep this lockout going, the more 300 games that Mookie Betts is going to bowl, and then he's going to become a professional bowler. He's going to quit baseball entirely, and he's going to make all the money. Do you think about that, baseball? Well, what's the max you can make as a bowler? 300. It's a 300 game. If you couldn't hear that, loyal listener, that was me taking a very deep breath. What's the answer? It's 300. What, a, a professional bowler? I mean, it could be lucrative if you're top of the top, but it can only be like, what, one or two million a year, right? Yeah, if you're no name professional bowler, but if you're the Mookie Betts of professional bowling, you make Mike Trout money. Oh, shoot, he already makes Mike Trout money playing baseball. He's the best current two sport athlete on the planet, is Mookie Betts. Tell me I'm wrong. Dare you. Look me in the eye. Tell me I'm wrong. Um, Elite, elite. Are we talking currently? He has bowled a dozen 300 games, and he is a World Series champion and one of the highest-paid guys in Major League Baseball. Tell me there's a better two-sport athlete than Mookie Betts. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Because you're trying to come up with a golfer or something right now. I'm looking up. What, Tony Romo? I'm looking up. He's not, not even good at any other sport, though. Only golf. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, maybe. But 505-246-0610. Mookie Betts. Defend your quarterback, Cowboy fan. Mookie Betts is – okay, so I might hear that. If you're telling me Dak Prescott is the best NFL quarterback and Madden player, I would maybe hear that. Okay. From the texter, Fred's not kidding. Betts is amazing. Fred is absolutely correct. Cut that off. I'm telling you, he's the best two-sport athlete going. 
And the only reason he's got over a dozen. I'm not joking. This is real. The only re- uh, okay, and three a- in sanctioned competitive play, Van. Go he's, ahead. he's very good. He's insanely good. Yes. He has a career after his career. He's the got a- high, the highest paid bowler in the 21 PBA season made $496,000. Still a lot of money, a insane amount of money. For most normal people, a life-changing amount of money. Major League Bowling. So, yeah. What's that, it? That's only $33.5 million less than he makes now, he which could, is still a good living. I'm telling you, you're going to get more, though. Who's the bowling Brunswick? Who's like the number one yeah, bowling? See, I'm not talking about endorsements. I am. He'll make way more in endorsements than he will. From purses? Purses will go through the roof because then you get TV money in. You're talking the, the tiger effect. Yeah. Okay. And if you do a bets invitational? Dog, there's a whole thing here. Major League Baseball is going to screw it up. Okay, we he, need a new varsity. He's <laughs> <laughs> we might do this one tomorrow. I, I will scratch the varsity right now. So the varsity was varsity of terrible haircuts to pay homage to Van's terrible new mullet haircut. But I will do the varsity of two sport athletes. Current two sport all right. or all time. Either. All right, so today's varsity changed on the last minute is the I-9 varsity of two sport athletes. And look, Fred, wrestling and acting are not sports. <laughs> so you can't do that varsity. All right, I'm crossing that one off right now. All right, back to haircuts. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's a lot in the Major League Baseball world, and them meeting on Thursday is step one. Now, it, I said step. It's actually going to be crawl. It's going to be a little crawl one. This is going to be bad. It's going to go very poorly. It's going to go very poorly for a while. There's going to be a lot of posturing, and then a week before spring training, they're miraculously going to come to a deal. Also, there's a lot of like really cool off-season stories now that players aren't that are they're locked out. Like from my hometown, St. Louis, Missouri, Harrison Bader got a substitute teacher's license and he's been teaching PE at local schools That's in amazing. St. Louis. That's another very strong mullet, Harrison Bader. Stop comparing your mullet to Harrison Bader's mullet. You've had your mullet for five minutes. It's still strong. There's a lot of cool stuff outside of baseball. It's not Major League Baseball players' fault. I'm going to put that out there for certain. This is a lot of Harrisons in professional sports. I'm just realizing that. Rodney? Rodney Harrison. Harrison Barnes. I would have came. Harrison Butker. Harrison Smith. Harrison Bader. It's a strong name. What is this? I should have named my dog Harrison. I don't. Under, I don't see the connection you're making here, because he's he's very dumb. You have a Harrison haircut. Thank you. That's the one. Very Harrison of. Can you imagine someone with Van's haircut calling their own pet dumb? Like what is that? <laughs> Grab a break. Where we get tune in to the live stream at Talk ABQ on the Facebook. See Van's hair. <laughs> like I'm not trying to be that guy right now, but maybe these jokes aren't making a ton of sense if you're in the car. See Van's hair. It's awful. Yeah, it is. It's beautifully awful. We need to do a fundraiser to buzz you. Because you got to fix that. It's like a haircut started on your head and then stopped. Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports. All right, back on the program. 
If you stuck, uh, if you stick without us throughout the whole program, I really appreciate that in you, friend of the show. That's really nice. Yeah. Found a very cool. Actually, I'm gonna put it up on the live stream. I found a very cool. I don't. Know, do you call this a meme data chart? What would you call this thing, man? Uh, I would say a chart. Okay, so I found this very cool chart. You sure did. And what it is, it's for over the last 20 years, so since 2002, because in 2002, there was a realignment of the NFL. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Mm-hmm. So whenever the that was realigned, this is all of the champions uh, and playoffs as they have come out in the NFL. Cool? Yes. Okay. So. The way it looks is this. Of the last 20 years, here's playoff appearances by teams. I'm going to start low and go high. If I don't say your team's name, they haven't been in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I think every team has. Detroit has made it to the playoffs three times in the last 20 years. Oh, congratulations. The Cardinals, the Bears, the Washington football team, and the Buccaneers have made it to the playoffs Five times. To be fair. Mm, to be fair. Tampa Bay has won it twice. <laughs> Correct. You don't need a lot. No, percentage is pretty good there. 49ers and the Rams six times. I'm in the NFC only right now. The Giants, the Panthers, and the Vikings seven times. Cowboys, Falcons eight times. Saints nine times. And here's where you get to your guys that are there every year. The Eagles 12 times. The Seahawks 14 times, and your Green Bay Packers front runner van, well, at least your hair is the front runner. Well, I mean, it runs down the back, actually, so it would be a back runner. 15 times for the Green Bay Packers. Most number one seeds, four for the Eagles. But here's where it gets interesting for the NFC, because the NFC is the JV division. Two Super Bowl wins for the Giants, two for the Buccaneers. Saints, Packers, Seahawks, and Eagles all combined for one. Here's what jumped out to me is kind of neat about this from the NFC. Tom Brady has one less than the whole NFC. Where I was going. Is that how you're going to be? Oh, my, my bad, buddy. No, I'm I, sorry. I wanted it. I'm sorry. I love it. Because Tom Brady has won six Super Bowls. Seven. Seven Super Bowls. And six on this chart. Because they got the one before it, this chart started, correct? So he won the one in 2001, which is before the reseeding. Okay. But the 2000, this is since 2002. So he's won six since then. Yes. Cool. He's got five on this map with the Patriots and one with the Bucks. So over the last 20 years, and by the way, he was winning Super Bowls longer than 20 years ago. Yep. Crazy thought. Tom Brady is putting it on everyone. And he's beat every team. He's beat them all. So if you go down to the AFC, Browns, Dolphins, two. Raiders, Jaguars, three. Jaguars. Thank you. Jaguar. The Bills, four times. And you feel bad a little bit for the. And these are appearances. These are appearances in the playoffs. Obviously not Bulls. No. And you feel bad a little bit for the AFC East because New England was there going to the playoffs 17 out of the 20 years, and teams like Miami, Buffalo, and the New York Jets went combined 11 times. Combined. It's bonkers. Two for the Dolphins, four for the Bills, five for the Jets. So moving up, Houston Texans made it six times. Not so bad yet. Chargers at seven. 
Bengals, Titans, and Broncos tied at eight. Chiefs and Ravens, 11. That's pretty competitive. That's more than half. Steelers, 13. Colts, 14. Colts, uh, they did make it in 2020, but they did not this past season. I could have named the top five. I would have missed the Bengals. I'm legit surprised the Bengals have been to the playoffs eight times out of the last 20 years. And it's not even like they were doing it in 2002, 3, and 4 because they weren't. They had one appearance in 05, and then they had a couple years there where they would get in and then just lose. Yeah. 9, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. But they haven't been there as of recent. They're there this year. Fourth seed this year, Michael. They're in the fourth seed. So, has realignment over the last 20 years built like that parity that we expected? I think aside from both sides having a couple teams that have been there, obviously from the NFC, Packers, Seahawks, and Eagles, and from the AFC, the Patriots, Colts, and Steelers, I think it's done really well. I agree. Uh, Packers are fortunate enough to go from Favre to Rodgers. And that's, that, and that's, that helps. That's right at that transition. So if you take out the Favre and Rodgers duo and you take out Belichick and Brady, there's a lot of parity here. Seahawks have been 14 times, only got one championship. Colts have been 14 times, only got one championship. This is parody. Like they, they successfully did what they're trying to do, except for the Packers and except for the Patriots. And those two aren't even comparable. Because even though the Packers have been 15 times out of the last 20 years, they only raised the trophy once. A once. One single solitary time. And the number ones here, aside from, well, really no asides. Like you have to have. Aside from the 2017 Eagles, you have to have that quarterback. Correct. And maybe you don't count the 2012 Ravens, but at the time, I thought Joe Flacco was on trajectory to be that. Now, he didn't turn out to be that. But I thought he was on trajectory. If you count Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, 13 out of 20 years, their teams were the number one seed. Yes. That's the, I mean, that's the league. You know, we were talking about Judge today getting let go in New York. Good, because you the, you can't win there. Unless you want to keep drawing a paycheck, you have to have one of the top four guys. Daniel Jones ain't that guy. No. And your team's not good enough to help out Daniel Jones. Mm-mm. Your running back's not healthy enough. Your wide receiver's playing L.A. I just thought this was kind of a, I don't know, a cool little representation. And, like, in the AFC – you know, at the top, New England, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, yeah. but really not the last five years. Brady, Manning, Big Ben. And then Baltimore, Kansas City, and that's it. And it's whoever else fills out the bottom. Yep. And poor NFC, I didn't realize the gap. Although I guess I did. I didn't like, I didn't put recognition. I, w- I wouldn't be like, well, you know, the Buccaneers won last year, so, you know, that's 2020, so that's pretty recent. It seems like Philadelphia won in 2017. Oh, shoot. Before that, got to go all the way back to 2011. I guess 2013 with the Seahawks. Yeah. But, like, you're talking a long time. Patriots, Patriots, it's Patriots, Patriots. Patri- yeah, it's yeah. Patriots, Patriots dominance. 
And then Peyton Manning accidentally won one with the Broncos with his arm that was made out of wet spaghetti noodle. Oh, that came out weirdly sexual. I didn't mean for that to come out that way. <laughs> 2019 Chiefs. I don't think the Chiefs will do it again. I know you guys are both big on the Chiefs this year. They're very good, and they're going to be good for a long time. I just don't see it. I don't like their coach. Today's varsity is the varsity of two. What do you got against Wilford Brimley? What did he do to you? You want me to break this down, really? Why do you hate walruses? Today's I-9 varsity is the varsity of two-sport athletes. We'll give that to you after the break. Dave and Busters presents Two Men On Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Opinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. We spend our evenings at O'Neill's and our weekends at the Electric Playhouse. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Want to feel like you're part of the show? Leave a five-star rating and a review. The reviews go a long way to help us in the dumb analytic overlord algorithm that has us all under the thumb of their control. Here's what we're doing, friends of the show. We want 100 reviews. It helps the show grow, and it helps us hit a larger audience. After we receive 100 reviews, we'll read them all on air on our review special. Back on the program a good program today we broke a lot of news that's what we do full-on broadcast and we're not we're opinion guys this is an opinion-based show we are not a reporting show hey look i think we're the right mix of both what <laughs> yes no i am a hundred percent opinion you know how much investigative journalism i do you do know because it's none you do zero, and I do, like, double that. I like... And double times zero is also zero. The thing with the program is, I don't got to give you the scores. I, you don't need the box score from me. You have Google. That doesn't matter. We're entertainers, Fred. We're storytellers. You can't, all right, you can't just give yourself a title. Wait, what? You're not the two-sport athlete of storytelling. Which, I mean, I guess technically you kind of are, but, like, you're not. You're not that thing. I took that personally. <laughs> Today's I-9 varsity. I'm not going to respond. Reach out to I-9 Sports, i9sports.com. Check out their offices in Albuquerque, New Mexico, servicing Rio Rancho and Edgewood as well. League Office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Connect with I-9 Sports. Get your kids into some youth athletics. They do it safe, and they teach the fundamentals, and they're my absolute favorite. Them and the YCA do, do it better than anyone. All right. The INN varsity is the varsity of two sport athletes. Do you want to go first or second? Uh, go ahead, buddy. All right, I will go first. Number one is Brian Jordan. Brian Jordan played football for the Atlanta Falcons. He's a very good football player. And then he saw the greater calling of the St. Louis Cardinals, and that makes perfect sense to me because who wouldn't? And he went to play for the St. Louis Cardinals and become an all-star outfielder and lead all St. Louis Cardinals in the history of St. Louis Cardinals in home runs at Bush Stadium, too. That's an excellent answer. Thank you. He never wrestled. He was never part of WWF or WWE or NWO or NHO or OPP or any of those. Just the St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. All right. Shyamalan twist. Are you freaking out back there, Vital? This is not about wrestling. See, Brian Jordan's an excellent answer. Yeah. 
because he is wildly underrated. Deion Sanders gets all the shine. He gets his fair amount of shine, especially the time that he poured water on the head of Tim McCarver, former St. Louis Cardinal, who went on to become the greatest broadcaster of all time with his broadcasting buddy, Joe Buck, whose father was the broadcaster for the St. Louis Cardinals, See, Jack Buck. Deion Sanders was way better, way better is speculative, was, was better at football than Brian Jordan. But yes. Brian Jordan was way better at baseball yeah, than Deion Sanders. Very good baseball player. Yeah. So yeah. if you smash those, those together, I think Brian Jordan's a better two-sport athlete than Deion Sanders. It's not even close. My first on the I-9 varsity mm-hmm. of two-sport athletes mm-hmm. I got a three-sport athlete. Ooh. Herschel Walker. Okay. What did he play? If you count politics as a sport, that's four sports. All right, I don't. So, of course, you know, the last time Georgia won a national championship was in 1980 when Herschel Walker was on the field. Then he went to the NFL. Then he went to the Olympics for bobsledding. And then he also fought professionally in MMA. It's pretty good. And he did something silly, like 2,000 push-ups a day. Who's got time for that? Well, if you're good at it, I don't think it takes that much time. Oh. I'm going to go with Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson played basketball at Creighton, and Bob Gibson averaged about 20 points a game, real good collegiate basketball player. He then had the opportunity to be drafted by the Harlem Globetrotters, which isn't an actual team, but, I mean, it's professional basketball. Close enough. Played for the Globetrotters for one year before giving it up to take the bump for the St. Louis Cardinals. Good choice. Yeah. Good so Bob choice. Gibson, who revolutionized the game, is on my list. All right. Next on my uh, I-9 varsity of two-sport athletes, uh-huh. I'm going to go with the legend Jose Canseco. Jose Canseco. And if, if you count doing cocaine as a sport, he's a three-sport you athlete. You don't. you got to keep, yeah. Is that not a, no. it's not? It's not? Okay. So d- definitely a two-sport athlete. Obviously a legendary baseball player. He could avoid the injuries, could be a Hall of Famer. But he also went into MMA. Mm-hmm. And if you, uh, if you count cocaine and if you count. No, you don't. Again. And if you count poker as a sport. Yeah, all right, I'll buy that. He's a four-sport athlete. Okay. So next on my nine varsity is. Jose Canseco. Uh, Sammy Baugh, who played in the NFL for the Washington Redskins from 1937 to 1952, also played Major League Baseball, Van. Can you guess what team that Sammy Baugh played for? The St. Louis Cardinals. What? So Sammy Baugh, such an excellent two-sport athlete, and he picked the right team in Major League Baseball. So give me me old Sammy Baugh. I was going to go with Brian Jordan here, legit. That's Well, he's very good. <laughs> it's on my list. How about one of your favorites, CM Punk? Yes, excellent answer. Like a real UFC fighter. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. He's also a pro wrestler. Oh, was he? Yeah. Is that what he did? He's a, he was similar to Brock Lesnar. I was counting... Rock and roll music is a sport. He's not a rock and roller. That's punk Chris. rocker. No, it's that's not it's in his name. It says it right there. No, it's chick magnet punk. Huh. <sighs> Pro football Hall of Famer Morris Harum Red Baguero play well he's in the he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Inducted in nineteen eighty one. Play just excellent little football player, played it. 
uh, USC, played for the Yankees when they were a football team, uh, and then played for the New York Giants when they were a football team. Also played for the St. Louis Browns van. Ooh. Yeah. So pre- there you go. Cardinals? That's well, it's yeah, it's pre Cardinals. So Okay. And I saved the best for last. Of course you did. I'm gonna go with Greg Hardy. Went from the NFL, <sighs> successful NFL career. Mm-hmm. To MMA. He also an MMA fighter. A lot of people don't know that. He's currently an MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. Still getting big fights. And if you uh count doing cocaine. No, you don't. Again, as, as a sport. No. He's a three sport athlete. Doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't? Okay. My former broadcast colleague and former Tennessee Titan, Isaac Bird, made a career catching passes in the NFL. But one might not know, when he came out of the University of Kansas, he was drafted by the St. Louis Cardinals, Van. Oh, my goodness. So you may have picked up on a theme here. Nah. (laughs) Didn't notice. (laughs) We're handing it off to Mike Trujillo and true to the game. Van, any final words before we go? Oh, my goodness. Too much for the time allotted, my friend. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.